Fortune begins, find yourself within Take up your blade, let the fears within fade Stories are told as the day roll Don't be afraid, make your destiny will find you in me Friends at your side, may the group with pride Try as you might, you now live to fight Monster nor foe can fill you with woe Enemies in sight, it's time to roll down So last time, you all were inside of a dead god. You had found your way into the Valley of Set, made your way to the corpse of Mellifera, and ventured inside to find an item of power left behind from ages past. You fought your way through a few rooms of nasty critters and things living inside this divine decaying being, and you found your way most recently down a slippery slide into a strange stomach-like cave. Rising from a pool of corrosive honey appears to be an enormous gold-colored slime creature that is currently making its way toward you with little tentacle-like appendages coming out of it and swishing and, and swatting at the air in different directions. So what we're going to do is roll some initiative. Oh, shit. <sighs> Oh, look at that. Yeah, oh, thank you, God. That does look about right. Hey, still above the slime? Above oh, the slime. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> All right. So the slime bubbles up, uh, showing itself, and Curla has initiative. Curla is going to stay where they are, but they are going to concentrate very hard, half-close their eyes, put their hands together, concentrate, and try to cast Find Fault. Ooh. Alright. I'm light heal. Actually, no, that's Ver <laughs> this is Vera's fault. <laughs> then Curla, standing there, hands pressed together, eyes half closed, looking like they're, they're focusing, just begins to speak in a just a flat monotone as they start reeling off random facts about what the, about the creature in front of them that, that <laughs> they didn't know a moment prior. <laughs> so that's beautiful. So... The way I imagine this is it's almost like a nature documentary <laughs> in, some, in some respects. Like, you know, here we see the majestic gut slime. Exactly. <laughs> it, it has approached. It is covered in honey, and there is acid seeping from it would-be pores. Mm -hmm. It is extraordinarily frightening. We see it in its natural environment, but we have disturbed it. This was clearly a mistake. <laughs> However, there are several things that we can do in this unfortunate situation. So majestic. Something, yeah, like, so something like that, yeah. Absolutely. So Curla is going to spout off a bunch of information that's very useful that, about the majestic gut slime. And that is that uh, this slime, like all slimes, are immune to piercing and slashing damage. Uh, this particular slime is also immune to acid damage and resistant to cold damage. Uh -huh. uh, it has blind sight up to 120 feet. And it means it can see things without having eyes. So it just oh, senses okay. it senses 
it senses you up to 120 feet away. Yeah, I was like, okay. why does that sound so creepy? <clears throat> right? Blind sight sounds kind of useless, doesn't it? It's like bat vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it doesn't actually have to have eyes to see, but it just can perceive anything within 120 feet of itself. With echolocation. <laughs> it doesn't have ears. Yeah, basically. Uh, it, it has a 15-foot reach. Oh, shit. And it has a vulnerability to fire damage. Yes. <gasps> Kerla relates no. all of this and then shudders and uh, that their eyes return to normal. <laughs> what the bloody hell just happened then? That's actually wonderful because everything that appears in nature documentaries die. Plus <laughs> in our favor. Are we all going to sob afterwards? <laughs> it was so cute. Why Wait, did people I... cry in nature documentaries? <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. Really? Maybe, maybe it's just me. I don't know. <clears throat> <laughs> what? This is where we learn that Kenny is just very hard hearted. That's all. No, that's alright. I'm the same way. I've just been hurt too many times. <laughs> I, I laugh at nature documentaries. Don't worry about it. Anyway, whether or not anyone heard me over the sort of the din of the oh god, this thing's emerging, I don't know. But that, I think, is gonna be Curla's turn. Excellent. Good turn. Thank you. Okay. That'll take us to Levette. Alright. Well, I actually got all the buffs going on Archie right now that I think I really want. So, I'm just gonna shoot it. <laughs> This is the first time I've used my crossbow, I think, this campaign. All right. Curla will notice a plaque. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's a 15 and a 12. I don't imagine those were hits. Oh, yeah. It, it's already not good with piercing damage. I don't know why I did that. Oh, well. I don't have fire damage either, so it doesn't really help. Yep. So the, the good news is that actually does hit. Uh, both of those shots are going to strike. A 15 nice. and a 12. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Its AC is lower than twelve. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Uh, so the both bolts hit it, uh, strike true, and get kind of stuck in it. Now, what you're going to notice is as soon as this these bolts actually stick into the honey, you can see they they sort of float around as if in mid as in as if in water for a moment. They sort of just kind of turn to the side a little bit as if they're sort of floating away in the in. The, weird honeyed bulk of this creature. But then you also notice the bulk starts to break apart and dissolve as if it was being consumed by by tiny little creatures. Oh, oh hey, they were telling the truth. <laughs> what is that? Ta very much but, for that. Yeah, it seems to have had no effect to actually harm the creature at all. Okay. <laughs> Chisel. Uh, okay. Um. Okay. Um. That means if I hit it, is it going to pull my hammer into it? Only one way to find out. I don't like that. And that's not. Um. How about this? Give Chisel the hammer, have him attack with it, and see what happens. But he wouldn't be... That's true. Uh, Chisel could go to this point, he, to 10 feet away, and attack with hooves, and... I will. He, he's weak. He, he doesn't have... A reduction to bludgeoning, as far as I could tell from that description. Right. If, so if Chisel gets hopes. stuck in this slime, I am not responsible for burning Chisel. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am having a. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what to do because I don't want to. I. Uh, this is my first time going against a well, slime. I'm sure this will make it easier, but don't forget about that 15 foot reach while we're at it. Yeah. I'm gonna have Chisel delay till after Petra. Okay, so we'll have him delay to initiative nine. Yes. That's fine. Okay, so that takes us to Hummel's turn. All right, Vera points up, and Hummel just flies to the ceiling. Quote-unquote ceiling. All right, Hummel will fly up about, uh, it's about 35 feet up 
or so. That takes us to Archie. All right. I'm going to have him... I'm just going to have him step in front of Lovette and uh, near Vera. And... Oh, not there. Here's where like... And he'll just hold his attack uh, in case this thing comes any closer. But for now, okay. I think he'll stay back. You got it. Okay. That takes us to Vera. Based on what Vera heard from Kurla, mm-hmm. Vera looks at this thing. That all right? I think I can deal with this. Everyone, just make sure to stay away from this thing, and just be careful with the honey. You go to the boss. And Vera's going to fly up to twenty-five feet. Can I do that? Yeah. Uh, you should be able to do that. Yeah. You're already at five feet, so that's okay. Yeah. So twenty more feet up is no problemo. Uh, while you're on your way up, could you make me a perception check? Just, just Vera. Yes, I can. That is a 27. Nice. Not bad. All right. So I just want you to know that this room smells delicious. <laughs> That's slightly disconcerting. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, after this is done, I am so going to bend the fucking acid, honey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Vera puts her hand forward. A blue streak goes across this slime, and a cylinder of fire just bursts around it in blue flame, mm-hmm. uh, singeing the honey that's surrounding it. Excellent. And I, I am dropping a flame strike. Hey, nice. All right. All right. For the podcast, that's 49 damage of fire, but it has to make a reflex save. Uh, DC 18. Holy shit. Of course. Of course it manages to actually pull it off. <laughs> oh, Somehow, damn it. it manages the shitty reflex save it has manages to beat it by one. To be fair, and, I don't think anything has ever not succeeded a reflex save against my spells. It was so close to failing, though. You like, don't have like a lot of luck. <laughs> not really. <laughs> All right, so that's going to half the damage. However, it's also vulnerable to it. So let me do some maths here and so get the. Would that just make numbers. it full damage? <laughs> no. Aww, I it can makes dream. It, it makes it three times damage. So it's actually going to take uh, 38, sorry, 37 points That's of damage pretty good. after the maths are done on that. So, all right. The animated honey takes 37 points of fire damage, and that is Vera's turn. Okay, that takes us to Petra. Okay, so I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon on the slime. And that summons a magical scimitar yes. that floats around in the yes. air? Yes. Okay. Cool. So the importance is that it does deal force damage. Mm-hmm. So that's good. So it won't deal slashing. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Where would you like that summit, that scimitar to appear? Uh, I would like for it to appear to its direct northwest. Oh, okay. There you are. All right. So the scimitar appears immediately to the northwest of the critter. Slash, slash, slash. Okay. And you should have a spiritual weapon attack built onto your character I do. already. Uh, it has single attack and full attack. Would that just be... I don't, does it have a full attack? Oh, it does, yeah. It would, it would come after mine, so... Full attack. 30, 20, tw- and 19. Okay. 6, 9, and 10 force damage. Okay. Let me go ahead and apply those. 6 damage, 9 damage, 10 damage. Does, okay. Since we still have Blessing of Fervor, does it still get another attack? It wasn't around in the buff was passed. Ah, okay. I didn't know if it got it from me. Petra's going to take a 5-foot step to the northeast. Going closer to the group and closer to Archie. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. So uh, it's Petra's turn. That's going to take us to Riz. Okay. Riz is going to look at this creature and they're going to cast Chain Lightning. So they make a tree figure. Uh, They add a circular swirling symbol along with a red star. And I'm going to boost that with 
Voss and Flom. So I'm going to use two of my rune pools. All right. For this. <laughs> Hello, Firebolt. So Voss <laughs> will make it deal, I believe, 2d6 more damage. Mm-hmm. And Flom, of course, is going to change the damage type to fire. Yes. All righty. So I send this energy out. The reflex save is 23. So I'm going to wait until you figure that one out. Okay. So first thing is to roll uh, two additional d6. Okay. And I'll give it a reflex save right now. Eight. Okay. And it's going to fail its reflex save. So that is going to deal uh, 47 points of damage base. So after vulnerability, that is 70 damage. Holy shit. Alrighty. So what's going to happen there is... You know, Riz shoots this arc of what look like lightning, but it's made of fire. Arcs across the room and strikes this honeyed creature, burning away at it. It sizzles. Say what? As opposed to what lightning is normally made of. Well, I mean, lightning is plasma. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, you were saying, Beardy? Uh, Anyway, so the creature bubbles and boils parts of it away from from this attack. And the honey already looks pretty screwed up as far as how much damage it's taken. Crispy and delicious. Well, I'm hoping that was a good sign, yes. Right, Chisel. Chisel is going to take a five-foot step to the east and hold action until if uh, if that slime comes into range. You got it. All right, that takes us to the giant augmented scorpion. So, Levette's summon is up. Yeah, so I'm going to have it do exactly what I said. Uh, it's going to run up to the edge of the pool and just start swiping and absorb as many attacks of opportunity as it can during that time. And I guess that doesn't... I, I mean, it will do that in order to get up close. Okay, so where would you like to go? Uh, as close as it can get without falling in the pool, so right, right next to that scimitar. Gotcha. And then it will make an attack when it gets All up All right. There. You got it. Okay, so the scorpion is going to rush up to attack, and that is, of course, going to provoke from the extended reach of the slime. So I'm going to go ahead and roll an attack from it. Okay. So, okay. A scorpion is going to take 21 points of damage from the attack. That is both bludgeoning and corrosive acid damage. And also, uh, it is going to possibly be grappled. Oh, shit. This is why I didn't want Shizzle to do it. So this giant scorpion moves in to attack the honey, and it's going to pull out this basically pseudopod sort of emulsion of honey, this giant honey tentacle, if you will, and it's going to just womp this thing down on top of this the scorpion. It's going to hit and dent in a bunch of the plates on the top of the scorpion, but also splash out, and you can see sizzles and boiling bits of metal um, as the honey melts it away. The other scary thing you notice is that this pseudopod also manages to kind of stick as if it's made of some sort of adhesive and pull, like, sickeningly slowly at first, but then whipping this scorpion into the pool of corrosive honey along with it. Oh, boy. Which is going to cause additional acid damage from the pool. So, one moment. Yeah. Also, can we note this fucking horror show? It's like, oh, go get it, and then... Yeah, Lovett Scott is doing the, like, face this whole time, just like... (laughs) So, it's going to take an additional 14 damage from the pool of acid that it's now involved in, as well as 11 more damage from close contact to the slime's main body. Fuck. So, the 
It's still up by one hit point. By <laughs> one hit point. That's all it needs it went to do to waste life the slime's turn. One, yeah, it went from full <laughs> life to one hit point in one turn. And that was an attack of opportunity as well. That wasn't even... Eesh. Okay. But it gets so, to... Does it get to attack? Uh, not while it's grappled, no. Oh, okay. Uh, it be worse. Actually, it could be have, salamanders you, you know and magma. What? You know what? It it does get a chance because it uh, it can make a combat maneuver and then attempt a natural attack. It's going to go and make a combat maneuver. I believe that is going to fail. Yeah, that is going to fail kind of miserably, in fact. Okay, so the and the augmented metal scorpion you've summoned kind of tries to pull and rest its tail away enough to make a strike with it, but it's it's no use. This honey is sticking all of it together at this point. It's no use. <laughs> it's no use. Oh shit, I didn't even realize that wasn't even its turn. No. Oh yeah, that no. was turn. shit. That was the scorpion's turn. <laughs> Alright. So what it does on its turn is it's just going to sort of squish itself down, sort of flatten itself out, and then just flip half of its body over like a pancake and just go over top of the scorpion. Oh. Just completely con- goes over the whole thing and then pulls it down into itself. So completely envelops the scorpion, and you see its pieces just pop apart and dissolve into nothingness. I just want you to know, I've had nightmares about the blob. Mm. Well, you're fighting <laughs> it. Yeah, huh? so I'm having a bit of a... Uh, uh, no, I don't like this room. Now, one other thing you notice is that after it has consumed that creature, it, it bulks up a little bit. It oh, suddenly yeah. sort of... Redoubles itself. Oh, Lord. I had a feeling. Still. But are you still glad that was not chiseled? No, <laughs> that just happened too? What a fucking nightmare that would be. Alright, that takes us to round two. Curla, you have initiative. Uh, seeing this, uh, this horrifying display of ferocity and just nastiness, Curla is gonna, I think, step back a little bit <laughs> to just behind Riz. <laughs> that's gonna be Curla's turn, I think. There's, there's not a, I don't have any uh, really offensive ranged spells I can use, and no one needs healing, and I, that's about all Curla's good for. Now that they've had their nature documentary, so, <laughs> so <laughs> Curla hides in the back. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I mean, once you see a, a giant slime just completely consume and eat one of those giant automatons that Levette makes, I mean, who wouldn't be like, fuck that? I'd rather not be next. You could just leave. I yeah. mean, that's an option. I'm not judging. Vera is 25 feet in the air. <laughs> I don't think she can just leave. Screaming. We could. There's a door yeah, over a, here. We could leave. Like, I don't there's think a, they can just leave. There's a slip and slide. Um, yeah. It's back to the previous room that would be very, very hard to navigate. Oh, they back can't up. see yeah, it. I'm not going to try and get into the sphincter. I'm just going to, you know, hang out by it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For, Quick diversion. Force. Can, can we remember that? Petravian, just like all the way down their front, is covered in this mucusy like <laughs> membrane mm-hmm. because Vera kicked him down, and he just slid <laughs> head first into the abyss, and he came out the sphincter head first. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a sphincter, guys. A sphincter. Oh, there's no, this is sphincter at the end. At the end, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's a there's stomach. A, there's a sphincter on both ends. It's a stomach. Yeah, yeah. There's a sphincter on both ends of the of the tunnel. I don't think I understand how bodies work. Well, actually, there, there, sorry, there wasn't a sphincter at the beginning because, right. you know, it was a thin membrane wall covering Correct. it that you guys ripped through. 
It's like an esophagus. But yeah, at the bottom there's a there's a sphincter. I hate everything. You're <laughs> a podcast, just so you all know, there is indeed a sphincter. I, there is indeed a sphincter me? at the bottom of that. To, to complete out your fan fictions accurately, Mellifera does in fact have a sphincter. Yes. Multiple, Multiple sphincters. Multiple sphincters. I mean, we're, yeah, like we're we're not done journeying through Mellifera yet. There are more sphincters oh, to come. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> All right, Levette, you're up. <laughs> all right, so I, seeing all this shit going on, am going to burn an evolution surge, slip a little vial into Archie's leg, and give him a breath weapon, uh, a fire breath weapon, a little, uh, like, nozzle ex- comes out of part of his gauntlet and extends out and has, like, a little tube coming into it, uh, and that'll okay. be my turn. I'm going to stay where I'm at. All righty. Okay, Hummel. Hummel's going to stay right where he is, right on that ceiling. <laughs> Like a good All right, boy. You, you got it. Okay, Archie. All right. So he's gonna go ahead and use that breath weapon. Point the the okay. his arm out like an arm cannon, and it lets out like a flamethrower. That is a thirty foot cone. Thirty foot cone. Okay. Let's give him a reflex save here. He's gonna botch that oh. terribly, and he's going Wonderful. to take some fire damage. Yes. Nice. All right. He's gonna take fifty two points of fire damage, and Archie's. Flumes of fire do a pretty good number on this thing. Hosing down this whole thing and to turn this lake into a honey creme brulee. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, some of the some of the surface of this corrosive honey acid lake sort of crisps up and does look a bit like a creme brulee. A very forbidden creme brulee. Forbidden creme brulee. That'll end his turn. Alright, that takes us, uh, takes us to Vera. <clears throat> Alright, one of Vera's arms has extinguished from when she had the produced flames. So she takes her left hand, which is still in flame, points that at the slime as well, and is going to issue in another flame strike. All right, so Vera throws another flame strike down and deals blah, 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 40 blah, blah, blah damage. Okay, Petra is... Oh, boy. Okay, uh, Petra is going to... Since Vera's 25 feet off the ground, Petra is going to take a five-foot step to the northeast again. And essentially, be right on, right under uh, Vera, and hold action until um, if this thing comes at us. And at the same time, uh, spiritual weapon. Okay. Full attack. Hua! Yes. Eighteen, seventeen. Ooh. Uh, possibly a nat twenty. Uh, no, it wasn't yeah, that. It, it was a nat twenty. Yeah. So that's gonna be. Uh... A hit, a hit, and a critical hit. <laughs> yes! Oh, shit. Nice. However, slimes are, does not, slimes are quite immune to critical uh, hits. So don't of worry. course. Oh, really? All right, so it takes eight damage, seven damage, and eight damage from the spiritual weapon as it just chops away at this thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> takes us to Riz. So Riz is just going to sigh at that sword and just make the same symbols from before, including with my rune pool. So... Same exact move. It worked so well the first time, why not do it again? Yeah, exactly. First, second verse, okay. same as the first. We're going to cast Chain Lightning again. So a Vosflam Chain Lightning. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Roll two additional d6 for me, please. Aye, aye, Captain. Different campaign. Shut up. Five for the extra two d6. Otherwise, it's 44. Alrighty. So it is going to fail its reflex save. Yes. And it is going to take 49 damage plus its vulnerability. So it's going to take 73 damage total. Hell oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. Fuck that All shit right. up. So Wonderful. once again, arcs of 
electric fire move across the room and just singe into this honey. It looks extremely badly damaged now. Thank you very much, Miss Vestopolis. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, I kid. <laughs> that shouldn't be a surprise. They worship all of them. <laughs> all right, Chisel, you have initiative. Chisel is also quite nervous of this thing, so he will he too will make a five foot step to the northwest and hold action to if this All thing right. comes out. Here is now. Thanks for being a meat barrier. Yes. <laughs> Alright, that takes us to the animated honey's turn. It's gonna move up a bit. I like how we're all crowded on the other side of the room, scared of this goop. It's gonna move up. Mm-hmm. We're just to, uh, close enough to attack, so it's going to move up uh, north 15 feet. Okay. That gets into range of Archie, and also Archie is now just in range of it as well. And it's going to launch one of those pseudopods over at Archie. <clears throat> I love this 15 feet, and I'm, I'm, Stay away from my I'm thinking in my head like, All right. eh. <clears throat> okay, so that pseudopod is going to strike Archibald. Archie is going to take, what is that, 21 points of damage total. Ooh. Uh, I also am going to make a combat maneuver to see if Archie gets grappled. You know, anyone could throw one of those rocks I gave you from last time and uh, oh, not make idea. it explode. Yeah, let's throw the rocks. <laughs> All right. So what's going to happen is that pseudopod is going to strike Archie, and it's going to sort of pull and yank back, and you you can see Archie kind of start to, to pull forward, and then the just like Archie sort of digging into the ground as best he can to kind of like keep his position and the pseudopod's going to break and go back to the creature before it pulls Archie. It's very, very close to grappling Archie. Don't play with my heart like that. But the the, the spot where Archie was struck sort of still sizzles and boils with corrosive honey. Round three, Curla. I'm going to hold my action in case of sudden severe damage and someone needs a healing spell. Aside from that, Curler's going to stay where they are because they're happy back by the sphincter. <laughs> they feel safe there. <laughs> okay. Happy by the sphincter is actually the name of my next song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that takes us to Levet then. All right. Yeah, you know what? I totally, on my own, thought of that rock, those exploding rock things, and I'm going to use that. That sounds like a good idea. Riz just said it out loud, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Make a a ranged touch attack, please. It's an 18. Oh, my God. Hey, yeah, that's actually going to succeed without even me having to roll any of the modifiers. So you're also going to have your 9BAB on top of that, plus your dex modifier of 2. So, yeah, you'd have actually gotten... Quite a bit better. So that was a, that was a good shot. Nice. All right. So you sling this uh, this rock across the the cavern here, and it's going to just stick right into the top of this uh, animated honey. It's going to immediately start sizzling as well. Yeah, well, <clears throat> we got a couple of seconds before I make it go. <laughs> it's going to take us to Hummel. Hummel's going to stay on the ceiling. You actually think that they might be playing poker? It's excellent choice for Hummel, uh, even though the room does smell delicious to Hummel. All right, Archie. All right, I think it's time for him to strike back at this horrible thing. Okay. And he's going to go with them power attacks, because why the hell would he not? Okay. Okay, so that is a 20, a 26, a 20, a 14, uh, and a 36. 
Okay. All attacks hit, and that's going to be <clears throat> 26 damage, 30 damage, 27 damage, 30 damage, and 21 damage. So Archie starts raining down just this blow of these blows of you know incredible might and strength. And each one of them, however, is going to have a bit of a downside. So, that's it. all right, let me roll some damages here. Yeah, it'll be ten. Okay, here we go. All right, uh, so Archie is going to take forty-one points of acid damage in retribution. Just basically, as Archie's as as Archie is punching this thing, his fists are dissolving Ooh, as he's going. Buddy, um, our, our so, boy. <laughs> yeah, my boy. So he's he's punching it, and but his his like first the armored plates on the fronts of his fists are kind of boiling away. But by the end of his reign of blows, it's like hit the plates are gone, and it's working into the mechanics of his fingers. So it's it's just ruining basically his his hands. But he's just won't, he will not stop punching this thing. So he's going to deal hundred and thirty some odd points of damage all told. Something in that tune. So he's he's going to punch it and punch it and punch it and punch it and punch it. And finally, uh, as he finishes, it sort of just dissolves into almost a watery consistency and goes back into the lake. <sighs> and that is Archie's turn. Well, Vera. Oh shit. We're still in combat order. <laughs> I guess so. What? Burn the lake. Can we perception check? Well, first of all, the lake smells delicious right now. I don't know if the rest of you notice this, but it smells damn good. <laughs> but Vera's going to circle her hands around themselves, creating mm-hmm. this azure sphere of flame, and she presses it into itself until it's nothing, and then a the sphere appears where that slime was mm-hmm. last, like in the lake. And I just like to put a flame sphere right on there. All right. So the flaming sphere appears over the acid lake where the creature was, and uh, go ahead and roll three d six for me, please. All right, that's thirteen. Right. Cool. So it sits on the top of this lake and just sort of burns, and once again makes it look a bit like creme brulee, a forbidden creme brulee. Delicious creme brulee. Well, is it dead? Is right. it not dead? I don't know, Petra. Uh, Petra's gonna say, I don't know if that's dead, and. He points to the north, to the east-northeast, and says, But there looks like an exit. I think we should make our way out. Volker, are we not looking for something, though? I don't know if we want to like, look for an exit, or more as look for where the next thing would be. Oh, God, what if it's in there? Uh, can I, would uh, Vera talking to uh, Malefra be on their turn, or could they do that? Um... Establish it don't work here. Well, it, it probably won't work again, but Vera would try again. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Petra is just talks on his turn. That's fine. Yes. All right. <clears throat> so what's going to happen here is the creature is going to again bubble itself up out of the the lake of corrosive acid, honey. It starts to bubble up and reform itself. Uh-huh. Uh Riz is up. Make a perception check. Okay. This is a, to anyone. That isn't. Twenty-two for Riz. Eighteen for Eighteen Vera. for Petravian. Okay. Nineteen for Archibald and sixteen for Lovett. And okay, DC thirty-four was... for Curla. Excellent. Look at that. All right. So the DC was twenty. So Riz and Curla succeed. Uh, as this thing is coming back together, you can see like disparate little pieces of acid 
are sort of acid honey are sort of reintegrating itself into a central mass to kind of boil itself back out of the lake. Uh, but one of the pieces is still has that <laughs> rune floating in it. Awesome. Yes. That's what I needed. Yeah. <clears throat> so Riz just smirks, cracks their head. <laughs> cracks their cracks head. Their n- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> you want to die, Kyle? Constantly. <laughs> but let's play D&D instead. <laughs> so they crack their neck and they make this bony arm symbol by kind of touching their elbows and dragging it to their palms and then pushing it towards that area, blowing a kiss along the way, and they'll ca- cast a runic overload to that piece. Alrighty. Okay, so the way these runes look, uh, if, I, if I remember at least how I see them in my own mind's eye, is... It looks like a strange piece of floating magical writing, sort of Mm -hmm. just, you know, not quite on the surface of it, but just literally hovering over top of the the device or whatever you've put it on. A rock. It sort of, (laughs) it just could be anything, like, just as a generic. It was just specifically a rock this time. I I understand it's a rock, but I'm saying that anytime you, you put a runic mark on something, it sort of hovers maybe like a quarter inch off the surface of whatever it is. Yeah. And it glows in whatever color you want it to. So, mm-hmm. the little mark on this would have... I don't know, what you what did you actually have it say? Or, or or is it anything at all? It's just something that Riz draws all the time. Okay. They don't so really little, know what it is. Gotcha, it's a little personal symbol. Something that you have in your notebook during middle school. Sure. It's the <laughs> yeah. S symbol. That oh, everyone God. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, what it's going to do is it's going to scramble almost it's going to shake and and change color and brightness and size as that that little tiny little bit of magic you put on it is suddenly suffused with an incredible burst of power from you Mm -hmm. that causes it to just go haywire and explode so uh what that's going to deal is 39 points of sonic damage uh which is going to rip this thing apart again and splatter the whole area with corrosive honey. Mm. Uh, but it does look like it is enough to completely disintegrate the critter. So, Alrighty, uh, what's going to happen there is the animated honey is now defeated. Yay! Yay! It blasts apart, and that is combat. Yay! Go us! Is it dead? Well... Is there any more? I don't know. But I'm pretty much out of spells after this. Vera slowly goes back to the ground. On my shoulders? Just kicking <laughs> Petra in the face. <laughs> no, Vera will drop down right in front of Petra. Alright. And is so, going to... Sure. Yeah. He's going to slowly approach this honey. Okay. How is... As I approach... Can you describe, how is this smell? It smells sweet and dangerous at the same time. It smells, how best to put this, make a knowledge religion check. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
Oh, you should be fine at that. You're religious. I mean, this is your god. Or was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as they're doing that, Petra's going to walk up behind them, because yeah, just in case if another slime leaps out, he'll try to pull Vera. It smells sweet and delicious, but at the same time, something is off about it in a way right. you can't quite put your finger on. First of all, I would like to activate the not the eye protector, like the detect magic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of my eye. Yeah. And what do I see? Okay. So you, your eye glows white and you sweep it across this strange goo and it, it is magic in the its very nature is magical but there's no specific thing that sort of jumps out at you. What do I see when I move my eye to the stomach in About general? The same. Yeah, it, it sort of blends in with the rest of the, the room as far as the same auras. You don't notice any pinpoints of power, so you don't you, you don't think that whatever object you're looking for, you don't believe it's in this pool. Vera's going to kneel down on one of her knees and just put one of her fingers through the honey. And what she wants to see is if it attaches to her in the same way as regular honey or mellifera's honey. Gotcha. Alright, so you stick a finger into the honey. Your leader is crazy. Alright, so what's going to happen is as you do that, it is going to sizzle and burn your finger. So you're going to take seven points of damage uh, from the acid from touching it. And it smarts pretty bad. It can hurt your finger pretty significantly. Um, so you kind of, I don't know, maybe you just shake it off as quickly as you can. Because uh, obviously Vera knows that this is acid. Yeah, so it was it was pretty nasty. But it does, it appears to move uh, in the same way as the honey back from the honey font does. It has kind mm. of a strange quality to it. It's It's unnatural in the way it moves. It's suffused Vera. with divine energy, but it's also highly dangerous. Vera is going to look at Mulifera's sting and just whisper into it, Sister, can you hear me? There's no response. All right, let's go to another room. What? There's probably more here, right? Well, yeah, but I don't have a lot left, just so you know. Oh, I'm pretty spent, but we shouldn't be near here. Okay. You got that, boss. And Rhys just crumbles away. <laughs> Let's go to, like, the far corner. Alrighty. <clears throat> so the group uh, leaves the shores of this lake of acid, and uh, if you head far to the northeast, the uh, stomach sort of branches off. There's a, there's a passage going to another organ. Uh, the sphincter here is is being held open by something. Well, if we need to rest, we're obviously going to need to have people watching. Actually. Actually. Does any of you have rope? Of course we have rope. Give me the rope for a moment. Vera will kind of fiddle around in the back of, on the apiary, and detach the rope that's on there. Thank you. Riz will look at it, and for a moment, their little, their, their fingertips will kind of go along it as if they're playing a flute and there's little itsy bitsy arcane marks appearing on it as they do that 
and they cast Vargo Vargon on the rope. And it just kind of looks like it straightens up all of a sudden, but leads to nowhere. Okay, who wants to climb first? Is this like a race or... Okay, I will go. <laughs> and then Riz just climbs up and appears to disappear suddenly. Yeah, Riz, Riz climbs about five feet up the rope and just shimmers out of existence. <clears throat> the rope hangs there as if suspended by some unseen anchor. Uh... Right, well, if it's a choice between staying in here and going where the interest went, I think I'll opt for the latter. And Riz um, follows... I beg your pardon. Curler? Beg your pardon. And Curler follows after Riz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Curler climbs up as well and vanishes from sight. Huh. You know, <laughs> I've seen some shit. But this one's new. When's the last time you saw, like, an old hunchbacked person, like, climb up a rope easily? Right? <laughs> Usually they fall down and I laugh at them. Mm -hmm. Suddenly see Riz's head poke down, their hair hanging upside down. Well, are you coming or what? You're taking forever. Come on, let's go. (laughs) And they go back up and disappear. Should we bring up... I mean, Archie can go up there, but what about Chisel? Chisel snorts. (sighs) I mean, you turn him into a rock. (sighs) I have to have that memorized. Fun fact, he stops eating flowers when he's in a rock. (laughs) A little that, pointer. That is a fun fact. Yes, I like that. It, that is a very funny fact. You guys go ahead. I'll see what I can do. I I look at Levette and I, like, motion. You going up? Oh shit! I guess uh, no. Uh, I could do this. <laughs> no, I'm gonna lift his ass. Pet uh, <clears throat> off ground. I can lift him. Uh, lift fourteen hundred pounds. I don't think that means above No, head. but that's uh, 700 above head. But he would be just resting on my shoulders, and I would be doing a rope pull. So, like, essentially f- drape him on my shoulders and, like, just right up in there. All right. So, Riz and Curla have both climbed up this mysterious rope and vanished into mid- into thin air. Uh, Vera, Levette, and Petra, Archie, and Chisel remain in the stomach I guess so. of this dead god. I was trying to follow along without my mic issues, so yeah, I'll, I'll go up next. How high up is the rope? Uh, the, the rope sort of just hangs at, at I would say waist level for most people, but for you it's probably closer to like arm, like maybe head, shoulder level. A piece. So you could reach up and grab it and pull yourself up if you needed to. I guess. I'll try. Pulling myself up places has not been Levette's strong suit in the past. Well, this rope is particularly easy to climb. It's almost like it's been enchanted to be easy to climb. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. Yes, we can. Please don't. <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay, so Levette, you I'm climb about up this enchanted. Thing. I'm getting stronger. <laughs> Alright, so Levette uh, zips up the rope and vanishes from sight. Do I need to summon Archie, or can he make it through himself? So Archie looks at his kind of fucked up hands. <laughs> All right, yeah, I will. The, and then looks at the rope, and then he'll. He, what he's going to do is he's just going to reach up to the very top of the rope mm-hmm. where it sort of vanishes into midair, and grab hold of that and vanish into midair, into thin air as well. Oh, okay. That works. So, what are you doing with chisel? I have an idea. Uh, let's see if it works. 
Uh, Petra's gonna mount up on Chisel. <laughs> yes, let's let's get that giggle out. <laughs> I'm going to mount Chisel, no! and he loves it. Petra's gonna mount Chisel and grab hold of the rope, both hands, and just with a one swift like motion, because I'm assuming he's already high up the rope. He's just gonna yank the rope fully up, or just full strength, pull himself straight up, uh, and try to pull him and Chisel by clamping his legs uh, around the uh, rib cage of Chisel. You know. Wrap your legs around Chisel after mounting him. Yes, <laughs> yes, and he's going to I mean, enjoy I like it. That too. <laughs> so, what I would like then, if you're going to attempt something that that well ambitious, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I would like a strength check. You got it. That oh. is it. Oh, okay, okay. Give me a combat maneuver then. Okay. Just so you, we need to see if you can keep your your grip on your legs. On to chisel. 28. Yeah, alright. Okay, so Petra, you manage to wrap your legs around chisel and hold as hard as you can and start climbing up this this rope hand over hand. It's it's a really weird sensation and chisel kind of gets yanked up off the ground for just a moment. And chisel just looks very... Off-put. Look at that. That discomforting deer scream thing. Yeah, he just just looks sort of a mix between like confused and defeated. <laughs> as he's just kind of being hauled up <laughs> off the ground. He's kind of hanging limp. I was gonna say he's and, just limp. And then uh, Petra and Chisel will vanish. All right. So Vera's only one there then. I believe that is the case. Yeah. All right. Vera's going to walk up to the rope, and then just kind of turn around. And take in the area again. Just kind of thinking to herself. Before eventually just climbing up. Mm-hmm. And Hummel will fly into the apiary. Alrighty. So as Vera gets to the top of the rope and vanishes. We're going to shift scenes. And... <clears throat> Riz. Yeah. Would you like to describe what this space looks like to everyone? So... <laughs> This is, this is going to be the exact same as it was before, except this time when you're entering in, one by one, you all seem to pop out of this uh, floor hatch from below where Vera was sleeping last time in this Vargo building, in quotations. <laughs> so each one of you pops out of this little trap door. There's a rug that kind of got moved aside when Riz went up first. And this time when you come up, there is no door where there was last time. It's only this trap door where you're coming through. And when you all come in, of course, there's like the kitchen, the living room, this main area that you're in, and then three other doors, and then a side window with a bed in it. But there's no window anymore. It's just a wall. <laughs> um, but it has a picture of a horse <laughs> on it. <laughs> Is it a picture or a drawing? A painting. No, it's a pic. It's a painting. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought it was going to be. It's a... not a sad drawing that some non-artistic person did, but it's not the horse you guys know. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's oh. Really 
<laughs> it's a thing. So y'all come up one by one. Riz is actually very impressed that Petravian somehow got Chisel in. There's this weird skittering when Chisel's getting up through this trap door. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> mm-hmm. It looks panicked. <laughs> elk screech. Yeah, as I was yeah. saying, elk, elk screech. As Chisel clatters, like the first two, like first two limbs get over the the hatch, like clatters itself up, scrambles up, and just sort of scr- you know, uh, scrambling around, not getting good traction on the the wooden floors. Have you ever seen that first. deer go through that child? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that. Um, but there's there's some new things when you come in. Um, around this rug area, you notice the rug's a little different. It has a hexagonal patterning on it now. Hmm. Ooh. Levette, your room seems to have a bunch of cogs in it now. Decorational. Ooh. It seems like it's mishmashed and maybe not so sure what the elements are mm-hmm. supposed to be yet. But it seems there was an attempt to yeah. design it towards you. Uh, Petravian, your room now has a... Like, the walls look as if they are trees. Like, they have even, like, outward, like, convex... Um, like, tree, like, as if it's, like, a bumpy decal almost on the walls. Uh, and you have a little Eden symbol on, like, this, like, hand-stitched pillow on your bed. (gasps) And there's a little nest area for chisel, too, like, near your bed. Uh, Curla, um, your room has softer blankets, but it hasn't changed very much. Well, fine, then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it appears that Riz doesn't know what your aesthetic is. But the the cloth may be a little bit darker. More more neutrals and blacks in your room, if anything. But it it's still just plain, if anything. I think Curler appreciates that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. In other words, Riz tried to make you guys feel at home. Yes. We did very happy. You have a hexagonal rug, because okay. you slept on the floor last time. Gotcha. <laughs> that's it. That's nice. that's what you get because you were weird. <laughs> the floor is okay. more firm. So pr- pretty much the rug that was there that used to have more like of a filigree looking pattern on it now has hexagonal shapes around it. It's yellow and orange. Kind of has this gold shimmery like threading. Stuff like that. Vera sleeps under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> buzz, buzz. It's like a blanket thing. <laughs> Well, welcome home, everyone. Let's get some rest, yes? Well, this is convenient. Hmm? What is? Being able to rest when we are in... Sort of in a, a creature's stomach. A creature? good. <clears throat> <laughs> well, I mean, is she not... Is it, it's not saying in a derogatory way. I'm just trying to use it as a generalized town. It seems kind of... Unthoughtful. I would call me a Plato. Yeah, but you're not a god. Would you prefer corpse? Vera turns <clears throat> to Petravian. What was that? I mean, technically. Wow, well, this is such a lovely conversation. No, no, no. No, yeah, I'm going back to bed. So, Bye. Good night. Technically, it's just some fucking corpse. Ah, I have good idea. Why don't we do fortunes for the night? Could be fun little activity before bed, yes? Yes. Eh? 
Yes. No, no, no. How? Hold on, Petravian. What? Tell me how? How great is it to generalize my sister's dead former body? Oh, this is scary. As some fucking corpse. <clears throat> Petravian, I think you need to apologize. <laughs> well, I am sorry if I if you if I offended you. Just say sorry. Just say sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry if I offended you. It was not my intent. Why would you praise it that way? If I offended you, Petravian, have you not act? You have met me, right? Ve- no, that is- Like three fucking days! <laughs> Vera just scoffs and is going to go to like the end corner of the area. So, so it's the like- living there? It's yeah. like, it's pretty much the hutch is in the middle with the rug on top of it. Yeah. And then it's kitchen off to the right, and then living room off to the right, and then there's three rooms, and then one little divot that Riz sleeps in. So I don't know what the corner would be other than the living room or the kitchen. It'd be the living room. Okay. It has a comfy couch. <laughs> <laughs> little fireplace. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I was here to make everything awkward. Yeah, well, that was a fun note to end off. <laughs> I'm going to have to so- smooth that. Keller is just staring from person to person in the awkwardness and is like, right, well, um, anyone want a cup of tea? I'm just going to be back there and, like, haul ass for the kitchen. Yes, for me, Carla, thank you. Uh, may I please have some? No, you don't get any. Riz just snorts. Not till we hear a proper apology and, you know, for ruining the whole atmosphere. I'm going to tinker around with the, the kettle and get it on to boil. No honey for me. Carla, just so you know. All right, now everyone's going to offend the bloody bar. Uh... But I don't like sweets. All right, all right. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with Vera. Probably. Vera's talking to her staff. <laughs> Vera's not terribly sweet, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, I'm going to have to smooth that over. The, no shit. <laughs> but you mentioned something about fortunes. Yes, would anyone like fortune for evening as icebreaker? I would. Yes. yes. Yes, I would. Were you trying to insult my talking habit? No. You would be talking habit? I'm sorry. I mean, like, uh, suppose you have a bit of an accent. I'm sorry. You're forgiven. That was a better apology right? than you gave Vera. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Carla's gonna come back in with a cups of tea, hand one of them to Riz, and just look at Petravian and say, Right, did you take a blow to the head in there or something? I'll... I've taken many blows to the head. You might want to get that looked at. Right, well, what was that about fortunes then, eh? Yes, who would like fortunes? I have about, uh... Depending on number, I could give you each, like, decent ones, or I could give two of you, like, really good ones that are more accurate, if anything. What to find a good fortune? You're not really changing our fate, are you? You see Riz just stick their tongue in their cheek and stare at you. Huh. Maybe later. Uh, I'd, I'd like to know my fortune. Please. You would. Carla, what about you? I think tonight I'll give that one a miss, but thank you. Another another time. Okay. So, just Petravian. Yeah, I'll listen to you telling this one how Vera's gonna kick his arse later. Oh no no! See, that's that that that's a certainty. Yes, and it's a little deeper than that. Once I use more energy. I know, I know. So, 
Alright. Petravian. May I take your hands? Of course. Come, sit on the couch with me. <sighs> and you see Riz kind of knock the floor and a little, like, <laughs> crystal ball kind of pops up from it. This is the same couch that I'm on? There's multiple couches by the fireplace. Okay. So, I assume you went to, like, a, a singular one, maybe? Probably. We're what? a one-person chair. Well, the furthest away from, like, just, like... Yeah. The closest we have to a corner. Yeah, there's room. one off to the corner, and there's a in-the-wall bookshelf next to it. It appears to be a reading corner. <laughs> All right. Come here, Petravian. Let me hold your hands with these hands. And Riz holds out one, their right hand, and then puts their left hand on their crystal ball. The crystal ball is just for the medics. Just so you know, it's for fun. <laughs> I like fun. It's very pretty. Thank you. I Do polish you? it every day. <laughs> I mean, I can almost see right through it. Well, if no one else wants fortune, I will use all my energy on you, Petaravian. Okay? Thank you so much. And Beardy, I'm going to use eight of my fate points. Eight? Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm going to send you the fortune I wrote up for Petravian. Mm-hmm. Feel free to do what you will. Okay. Do, you, do you wish to be alone for this? Is this a private matter? You're all my family. I'm curious, but I... No, you are, you are, you are all my family. What I know, I want you to know. <laughs> You, you see Riz puts their hand on this. Well, actually, Beardy, would you mind describing what Riz looks like when they're in this kind of other state? Yeah, so what's going to happen is... Uh, now, if I remember correctly, um, Petravian, you see a kind of crinkled old woman with a hunchback. Yes. Uh, let me see... Um, a person with gnarled skeletal hands. Okay, so I just want to see if their if, if if Riz's hair was covered for you or not. Uh, no. Okay. So in that case, uh, their hair is going to start to sort of move as if an unseen wind is blowing through the Vargo. Uh, it's going to sort of make it look like there's some sort of energy moving around Riz. And also, their eyes are going to kind of take on a bit of a light quality. Like, there's something bright, brighter about their eyes now than there was before. They're not completely glowing, but there's definitely a glint there that is visible. And then they're back. They look as if they're they're shocked when the, the wind and the slight glow ha- stops. Oh dear. Um, perhaps you would not want fortune. No. Uh, no, it's... Well, uh, what I was given was, um, you were a walking potato. That, that's it. That's the fortune. Money, please. A walking potato? That is what I saw. Which is really weird, because I used all of my energy to fucking do that. And Riz looks like they're exhausted now. 
walking potato. <laughs> walking potato? Riz is just face palming, still having one hand out for money, nonetheless. Sure. Can you describe this potato? <laughs> <laughs> it had little tubes on it. It seemed like a russet potato, yes. Slight uh, bluish hue, yes. Huh. With okay. this potato. <laughs> okay, I'll stop you right there. That was a joke portion. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Kyle! <laughs> what did I do? Okay. <laughs> okay, my mind so was going so many different ways. Yeah, Seriously, I was like, why are you giving this to me? That's really mean. <laughs> I know, right? That was a joke portion. I see what it just said. That was good. Yeah, it literally just says you're a walking potato. That's it. That's fortune. Money, please. That's the script Beardy gave me. Oh my god. Okay, so there's the actual one. There you go. Okay, my mind went so many different places. Like, oh shit. Oh, good. So, after they come out of this ethereal vision, they look at Petravian and they say, Your masters watch you intently. They're smiling on your actions, but you will only be happy when you are making your own decisions. They give you purpose, but only you yourself can give you peace. Eat apple. It will make you feel better. Oh. Money, please. <laughs> uh, Petra will take out five gold. Thank you. Riz will happily scoop that. Yeah, go ahead and reduce your money and yep. go ahead and increase your money, Riz. Of course. Kurla, could you get Petravian an apple? Only if I can have a sugar cube. They're quite good. Oh, just a second. And Riz will take one out of their pocket and hold it out. You you picked this one from my hand now with your hand, yes? <laughs> Kurla looks slightly disappointed, but but takes it with a hand instead, and then goes to fetch Petravian an apple. And brings it back and hands it to Petravian, and just sort of slouches off, still sipping tea. <laughs> Thank you. Eat apple, you'll feel better. But uh, Petra takes a big old bite of that apple. Petra, something feels better, but you don't know what it is, but after you take a bite of that apple... You just, you feel better about things. Huh. You're not sure why, but just life seems to make a little bit more sense. <sighs> no, it's placebo. <laughs> there is a, a slight smirk on Riz's face as if they anticipated you to feel better, and they're just waiting for you to say it. <laughs> well, thank you, Riz. Well, that... of course. A lot to think about, but the apple made me feel better. Yes, and I am exhausted. And they, they physically look more tired than when they did this. So, uh, I think that is it for me tonight. So I'm going to sit by my horse. <laughs> and Riz just gets up, goes to their bed, and stares at the painting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Can't interact with that character anymore. This character is doing something. <laughs> like doing what staring at the horse painting what the fuck i'm literally just imagining you like in the middle of your room cross leg <laughs> hands on like both your knees just looking at this portrait well the portrait's right next to their bed so they're they're kind of leaned against a bunch of pillows, just staring at it. It's still creepy. Like it, like <laughs> it was weird. a window. They're looking at it. 
Uh, he totally never said Riz was normal, guys. <laughs> I totally understand. The reference is just so funny because there are so many games where they're like, this character's doing something, and you're like, they are clearly not doing shit. Don't give me that. <laughs> Vera's going to be talking into her staff in Druidic. Okay. And what she's asking is, Sister, can you hear me? There's no response. So, throughout the entire night until Vera falls asleep, and Vera will put a blanket just over them, and it's curled into this staff, and it's going to be repeating this phrase in Druidic. So, most of you don't understand. I think if Riz heard it, they would know what Vera's saying, but everyone else is just Druidic. And it's just going to keep repeating, Sister... Can you hear me? And just every time getting sadder and more desperate until they're just kind of softly crying. Just trying to get Aww. any response from this staff. Mm. Until they fall asleep. Aww. Riz actually sleeps that night. They do not use keep watch. Before we arrest, I need to make sure my boy is fixed up. I also gotta do something at some point. You do yours thing first, okay? Uh, I was gonna go grab Curla whenever they're done making tea. Uh, Curla's just was sort of looking towards going to bed, but um, yeah, you turns when you when you call to do them. I'll bring Archie over. They boys hands need some fixing up. Can you hit us? Right? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. No worries at all. Give me just a moment here, sir. So I think about how this might have to go. And Curla just sort of stretches and flexes their hands a little bit, lays both palms on on Archie. Well, Archie's very tall. <laughs> lays both hands on Archie's sort of, I guess, torso, as, as high up as they can. I imagine he's probably lowering his hands to be healed. Yeah, so okay. he's he's gonna he's gonna speak as well, so he holds his hands down toward you and says I am sorry. I hurt my hands. You have nothing to be sorry about. A... You did a great job, Archie. You did. You saved all of us. And I take Archie's hands in mine uh, and close my eyes. And uh, hmm, I'm going to say I cure critical wounds. Yeah, might as well. I'm going to get your spells back. On Archie. All right. Cure critical wounds. All right. 36... So, Curla, what is your story? Not much to tell there, actually. And Curla looks really awkward at the question. Like, this is the last possible. There's enough to tell to do all this. That doesn't. That's not something anyone can do. Look, thank you. You're welcome. The big lad here. I'm more interested in him and what your story is with him. Curla is desperate to change the subject. <laughs> I bet you are, but I'm not that easily deflected. Also, there's not that much of a story to tell, so you'd be disappointed anyway. I don't really know where he's from. My grandfather made him, and now he's dead. <laughs> so, I'll never find out. So, your turn. Oh, look at the time. It must be time for bed. Right, you're feeling better, are you, big fella? <laughs> Addressing Archie there. I feel a bit better. My hands are no longer in pain. Thank you. Oh, any time. I actually like you. And she just 
That could be a joke from Curla. You see the kind of slight curl in the lips, but it's very hard to tell with them. I like you too. You have helped me hurt less. Thank you. I was a ball once, and now I am not. That's true. I met my um, creator. That's also true. I didn't really think about it that way until just now. Whatever smile was starting up on Curla's features just evaporates instantly. Right, well, you're looking better, so I'll just take my leave then. We'll have to continue this conversation another time. Good night, then. And Curla just is gone. Oh, good night. Thank you, again. Are you staying up, are you? Are you going in the sphere tonight? I'm going to bed. I will stay. Alright, good night, Algy. Good night. Love it. Head back in my room. Get all that shit. Get my rest. I would like to scry on my horse. Okay. And I would like <laughs> to know what Petra and Chisel are doing before we go to bed. So I'm going to scry on my horse. And all the things around it. Aww. Okay. <clears throat> so what you see is a you see the hold of a ship it's a wooden room there's some hay spread across the floor you see your wagon placed in this cargo hold as well Mm -hmm. and in the area where the hay is across the floor you see a horse standing there staring at a wall dumbly (laughs) just just staring at the wall it's not even like like it's not it's not that the place is close enough that it's only it's 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 all the way in a corner of the room staring at a wall wow you're really doing great things for yourself aren't you good fucking job or is it just murmuring as if they're talking to it it blinks yes i know i'm not going to be there in time so i'm going to keep tabs on you and if they do anything to you, you let me know. And I will be there. To fuck some shit up. Burn down the entire fucking place. Uh, I do... I do have plenty of runes just kind of etched randomly on the a- railings of that ship, so... If they do screw me over, uh, well, I'll just explode the whole fucking thing. Just so you know. I guess... Speaking of that, should we tell them that they can head out? Seeing as how it's already going to be like two days. Can anyone message? Levette can. Yeah, oh, I right. can. Yeah, be sending. Yeah, Levette, that'd be a good idea. That way they at least know, hey. Sure. I mean, I don't know that. I'm, I'm trying to think of why Levette would do this unprompted, but... I mean, you would know that we gave them two days before they leave anyways. Mm-hmm. So, it's up to you. Then, yeah, I'll, I'll message the captain. Let me get 25. I don't really think I'm going to have full 25 words. Going to be less? Yeah. We have hit delays. You may return to shore. We will find a way there. Do not touch our property. Oh. All right. I thought you were going to ask them to stay longer. Nah. Nah. No, but, I can get right. us back. It- It'd be hard as long as the Vardo's back. That's the important thing. 
Because Bardo's the, the only I... thing that we can't really transport. Yeah, exactly. I have like a 5% chance of not doing okay on that. Alright, well, that's all. So after getting his fortune and chowing down on the apple, he's going to look over Vera and feel really, really, really guilty. Um, but notices they're sleeping and... Oh, they're not sleeping. Oh, they're not, not sleeping, right no. She's mumbling. Okay. You, like I said, you are hearing kind of this lightly distressed language, which you know is druidic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they are laying on, like, the couch or something. Petra is going... Petra's going to, um... Finish the apple and say... And, uh, tell Chisel to head on into the room. And Petra goes over to Vera and kneels down behind them and gives a kind of cough to get their attention. The speaking will stop. What is it, Petravian? This is under blankets, by the way. (laughs) I'm very sorry. Thanks, Petra. I can't imagine what you must be feeling right now. It was callous and crass of me. You've been with us for, what is it, five years now? Don't you feel it too? Not yet. But... Good night, Petrabian. Good night, Vera. And he will... Petrabian, when you get up to go to bed, you see Riz's eyes just looking at you. (laughs) It's a side eye. It's complete side eye. But their eyes look a little glowy from that angle. Maybe like... 10 minutes after that, maybe even like 15 minutes after that, the speaking will start back up again <laughs> until Vera goes to sleep. Petravian, do you go straight to your room? He, uh, Petra, uh, Petra looks back and he wants to, to do something in the morning, but for now he feels like he put, he really stepped in it. Um... <laughs> And he feels like he feels bad, but he doesn't know what to do. He's he's not the smoothest of individuals, so um, he's going. He's going to head off to bed. All right. So sleep in. Sleep in. Alrighty. Oh, uh, Beardy. Just so you know, hmm? I use all three of my charges for arcane mark on some. Another rocks, some more fucking rocks. Okay, just random crap you find around. <laughs> yeah. Alright. <coughs> just to prep for the next day in case we go against any more oozes. By the way, phenomenal fortune. Like, ooh. Ooh! Oh! I thought it was good too. Walking potato. I mean, come on. Okay, I, okay. Oh I loved that one because I'm thinking, oh shit, does this have to do with Marcus? It doesn't have to do with Marcus. <laughs> I can promise you. Walking potato. He was a walking potato for a little while. He was a crisp. <laughs> he was a walking he was potato. A... So I'm thinking, 
That being said, most halflings are walking potatoes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. <sighs> All right. Early morning. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and advance time. So I'm just going to go ahead and make it the next morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is now Wednesday, the 28th of March, 7 a.m. Petra's going to wake up early. Riz is already making breakfast for you guys. Shit! I was gonna make I was gonna make a, a toast and a big enormous pot of honey for Vera. They only sleep for four hours. Also, where are you getting the honey from? Well, I'd assume the kitchen would have honey. <laughs> Do not touch my kitchen. <laughs> okay. Petra touches the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> kitchen explodes. <laughs> oh shit! Carla currently <laughs> only has permission. Oh. oh. <laughs> Um, would you happen to have... Good morning, Petravia. Hello. Uh, would, would... I wanted to make some breakfast for Vera, but... There's already bacon and eggs and ham. But, uh... <laughs> Sausage. Ooh. This is a nice... And carrots. <gasps> oh, You remember Chisel. It's kind of shoved off to the side, but it's obvious that that's just a habit. <laughs> You remember Chisel. But hey, Chisel. Uh, yes, of course. You're furry horse. Yes. Elk, but yes. He's, he... Horny horse. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, he does like a good mounting. Riz gives you an incredulous look. At this point, Curla walks in and grabs the uh, carrot and says, Oh, are you two bonding over your strange relationships with the four-legged types? Well, I don't fuck mine. <laughs> well, I bloody well hope not. Yeah, that would be weird. Curla just gives Petra a look as if to say, oh, I don't know about this one. What? Oh, nothing, nothing at nothing. all. <laughs> we don't judge here, you know? Whatever floats your oh, boat I with do. that... Uh, what is his name again? Chisel? Right. Chisel. Yes. He and I have a very special bond. <laughs> Just keep it to yourself and uh, we'll be fine. Curla, uh, was your bed okay? I don't have a lot of reference of what you would like in your room, so... It's, it's quite fine. It's quite comfy. Thank you. You don't need to be worrying about okay. aesthetics. Riz for a moment actually looks like they're slightly disappointed and then goes back to Pertravian. So what did you think of your room? It was beautiful. Eh? Thank you. I saw it in a vision from her. Thought you might like it. Chisel's still, still asleep. I haven't seen him so relaxed. It is miraculous how he came in here. <laughs> I honestly do not understand it, but magic, you know. <laughs> no, I, I, I just pulled him up with me. Also, is Chisel no, the he's female? Male. How does his horn stay on? Mm-hmm. I've never asked. Okay. Can you... You can understand your animal too, yes? In a way, yes. Oh, God, this is finally good to hear someone who can hear it too. <laughs> I mean, they speak their own way, but... Yeah, I can. I, I understand him. Everyone speaks own way, if you put it that way. But like, you know, the, but he talks to you, yes, yes. 
Well, he doesn't talk, per se, but I understand him. And just being with him for oh. so long. Rizal looks off to the side. Anyways, I assume you are meat eater. Here is sausage and bacon and egg. Good protein. Ooh, Keep muscles strong. This is a good breakfast. Uh, I you. do not have the uh, sweets that I think Vera likes, uh, but I do have honey that I have just harvested over time. I do not know if that is abomination for her, though. What do you know? Well, they make their own honey in their apiary, but I'd like yes, to... Yes, but do they eat other I would have... I... Huh. You know, I've never seen them eat other honey. Because I, I have honey huh. bread I can make. That sounds like know. a... I have friendship bread, too. Very good. <gasps> Cinnamon. Mm. Yeah, uh, they, like, everything's sweet. So, the more sweet, the better. Okay. Thank you. May, may as well for now. Yeah. Sure. We'll love that pickup. Well, do not worry. I have slice <gasps> of friendship bread. And Riz goes over to the kitchen, slices a piece of bread, hands it to you. But that is dessert for after breakfast, okay? Can I go give my friendship bread to uh, Vera? Okay, but are you going to eat any? It looks so delicious, but I want to do something nice for them. I was... You know I have a whole <gasps> fucking can... loaf, right? It's oh, could you give me breakfast. another slice and I'll give it to them too? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Just slices another piece. Yay! There you go. Mm. Carla, what would you like for breakfast? Carla looks slightly awkward and lowers their voice. Have S- you got... Sa- same as normal? <laughs> Kerla looks slightly awkward and lowers their voice and says, uh, "Have you got any of the um, of the, uh, the usual special meat of, of mine?" Yeah, of course, of course. Would you like me to bring to Rome, I'll or just... what are you most comfortable? If you with? wouldn't mind bringing it to the room, I'd appreciate that. Of course, and you see this weird whipping motion they do with their to you cloths, <laughs> and it appears something goes inside of them, and they just stroll over to your room. They'll take your hand a long way. Do not worry. I go to you. And they'll go in, and when you go into your room, there's a little table and dining set for you. It's Blackwood, so that... Riz is assuming you like black color for (laughs) furniture at this point. They're like, I don't got it much to go off of. But you have a tiny little table. There's two chairs. uh, And they'll set the food down on it for you. There's also a poster of your favorite band. (laughs) Curler. There you go. Thank you very much. You know, I appreciate it. And, you know, in terms of aesthetics, it's, it's quite nice in here, but a cushion or two wouldn't wouldn't go amiss if, if you're asking, if you don't mind, if it's not an imposition. Uh, yes, I can take care of that the next time we come in here, oh, okay? very much. All right. Riz looks a little happier as they come out of the room. <laughs> Just like two cushions. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's gonna be It's gonna be all cushions. It's gonna be too much next time. <laughs> they're they're trying too hard is pretty much what's happening. Hey, Carla's not used to being spoiled. Vera's probably gonna sleep in like an extra like twenty to thirty minutes from everyone else just mm-hmm. because they were up a little bit later just talking to their her staff. Yeah, Riz is just kind of at the kitchen watching you. Like literally has a plate heating up for you while they're waiting. Because I'm still on this, the couch, just like, covered in this blanket. Mm-hmm. But Raven, you might want to eat your breakfast before you do okay. anything else. 
It's nom, not nom. good to wake up sleeping kittens. Okay, I guess. But I mean... <sighs> Is she not your boss? I would guess I'm her, I'm their charge. So she is your boss, yes? Yes. So do not wake up boss. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I think that would be obvious. Good words to live Unless by. Unless she tell you to. Good words to live by, I guess, then. Hmm. Listen. Lovette, my boss right now. Mm -hmm. Yes? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have listened to Lovett, uh, but that does not mean that I cannot argue with her because I am not exactly uh, caring that much. <laughs> I mean, you're contracted, you... so I mean, right? Verbally, please. Okay. Mephistopheles, we, we are tight like that. It is better than just verbal, though I will go along with it because still contract, but uh, prefer signing if it is to be... Uh, in stone, mm -hmm. you might mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I mean, aside from the contract, what made you want to come with us? What changed your mind? Oh! <laughs> 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 you just see Riz hitting the salt shaker they're holding to their hand. <laughs> they throw some over their shoulder. Well! <laughs> uh, oh! Good morning, Lovette, my boss. Hello. It's so good to see you. Ha ha ha. Wow, that's a lot of salt. <laughs> good morning. Is that the normal thing? Uh, no, I was just getting rid of evil spirits. Anyways, would you like breakfast? I have sausage and egg and... Yes, you smell back on. Riz just preps a plate for you and hands it to you. There you go. Thank you. Uh, I am not much of a... Uh, uh, I have carrots if you want vegetable. <sighs> they look really upset. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I don't know how to, What is the light response there? Okay. I'll take a carrot. I guess Riz just takes one and hands it to you, embarrassed. Oh, I think that was the long oh. one. Okay, this one? Uh, I was going to say thank you for uh, the decorations, your touch. They were very... Uh, uh, yes, I, I don't exactly understand um, all of it, uh, but I was just trying to make you feel more at home. <laughs> oh, here, let me show you. <laughs> Pull out my obsession log. And start explaining what the stuff that that like I recognized is. <laughs> Just like getting way too in depth about it. Killed my <laughs> Petravian, you keep seeing Riz glance mm -hmm. up at you with a horrified look of get me out of here, get me out of here, get me out of here. Riz, you don't have to tell me mm -hmm. you don't have to tell me. I was just curious. V what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Riz looks more confused. The question he asked. Yeah, but Riz was just looking at you to stop Levette mostly. Oh. <laughs> so now they're. So Levette, how's Archie doing? Why didn't you ask him? He's right out there. <laughs> As Levette's stuffing a fucking sausage in her mouth. <laughs> Petra leans back in the chair out the door, said, "Archie, how you doing? I'm functioning normally. How are you? Doing good. How are your hands?" I'm functioning normally. 
I will have to make room door a little bit bigger next time. It still seems like you look a little snug. Did you understand what I said the first time, Petra? Well, yes, but... I just want to make sure you're doing well, not that you're functioning right. I want to make sure you're... you're I want to make sure of all your well-being, not just how well you're functioning. That is my well-being, Petra. <sighs> never. Is it not? Never change, Archie. But I have... I have changed quite a lot, Petra. Yeah, don't say that to him. Don't say that. I intend to continue changing. Yes, keep going, Archie. You're doing Thank great. Thank you, Levette. He does not eat, no. You're all very, uh, non-harmonized, I think I would say. Riz says very bluntly to you all. We are a complex group. Who? That sounds about right, yeah. It doesn't actually seem like you all understand each other at all. I don't think anyone understands any of us. Okay, well, I wasn't saying that. Well, I mean, that, how are we going to understand one another if we just can't be understood? Wow! <laughs> that was, um... That was deep. Yeah, it did sound a little more... I didn't really mean for the sign. Wow. I, I think I saw that before in a fortune cookie. Don't believe those. <laughs> Only come to me. Yeah, those are. <laughs> you will get good fortune. Those are not actually a Kintao invention. You know that. They're all made up. Yeah. I was just saying that. Have you all ever just sat down and actually tried to hear what each other is saying, or do you only hear yourself when you talk? Genuine question. I try to hear other people, but I often fail. Mm. I mean, I don't live with these people. We we traveled some time ago, and uh, a number of years ago, and I, I tried to hear people out then. I thought I did a decent job of it, but it's been some time. Things have changed. You're part of this dynamic as well. Why are you harmonizing? I kill a lot of things right now. You have, and we did it good teamwork with the with the rock yesterday. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, how long do we have in here before it Maybe goes away? Maybe an hour. Vera should wake up soon, but uh, I think she needed her rest. I know, and I don't think any of us are brave enough to be the one to wake up Vera. <laughs> don't be stupid, is boss. Yes, I know his boss, but also his friend. Are you sure about that? I suppose I do forget that bravery and stupidity are often one and the same. Ah, vice versa, yes. Petravian uh, <laughs> chows down and starts enjoying as um, his friendship bread um, as he starts walking over to Vera. 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 Vera Petravian Yes Is that wise? <laughs> I will find out Hi Vera And then Petravian's head popped <laughs> off for the second time Vera will slowly just kind of 
turn. Like, you just see this caterpillar of a blanket just turn and then lift off. There's just bees everywhere underneath it. What? What is it, Petravian? We have a very short amount of time left in here. It's time. Vera just kind of like wipes her eyes and face. And I have friendship bread for you. Oh. Uh, thanks. And Vera will take it. It is cinnamon sugar you hear from the kitchen. It may need a bit of honey. All, all right. Bit of honey. It may need a bit of honey. Probably. Vera takes a bite of it. Does it need a bit of honey? I mean, it's still really fucking sweet, but like cinnamon is a bit more bitter than just sugar. That's what I would figure. And but it's not made with honey, it's made with sugar. But it's still very sweet. It's a very sweet bread, yeah. So Vera will be okay. Just eating that. I thought you said that there was honey on it, in which case no. I'd be judging. No, Riz <laughs> didn't want to give you honey that wasn't your own. Uh, but also, Riz looks very happy. There are no walls between the kitchen and the living room, just so you guys know. Okay. So, is the time to go? Just about. It, uh... Yes, once Carla finishes uh, their breakfast, uh, we can all go. Um, just so you know, Vera, I can make room for you next time. I just don't exactly know what you, if you even want one. Do you, it, do you like private space? It doesn't matter. It does? Do whatever you want. Just let's get let's get today over with. I'm concerned now. You're more uh, like a like a briar usually. You you are too sad. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to going back it's in. Still there. You. Hmm. Oh, you. It's really miss going to miss this coziness already. But. They have a point, you do kind of look like shit about her, and I mean, in that, well, you look like you've been having a rough night. Are you going to be okay? I'll make it through it. I always do. The faster we can get this over with, the better I'll feel. Alright, alright. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Vera just, like, pauses. Uh, never mind. Uh, let's go. Okay. <clears throat> Um, Petra's go. Petra wa- uh, is going to would like to use a lay on hands and use shaken to try to emotionally bolster Vera. Uh, Petra will walk up to uh, Vera and uh, ask Vera, "May I put my hand on your shoulder for a second? You hear Riz snort. <laughs> Vera's face kind of just like scrunches and she just says why? I want to help you. Uh, make it quick then? Um, Petra lays his hands on uh, Vera's shoulder um, and to himself um, uh, says to uh, praise to Eden calm their calm their this calm Vera's heart Help them through this. And casts uh, mercy to remove, uh, specifically the shaken effect, to try to help Vera feel a little bit at ease to continue on. I have a question. Yes. 
Do you say that out loud? No, this is all internal. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 I, I learned my lesson. While that's going on, I'm going to cast some mage armors before I forget. I'm going to toss one on myself and Archie. We have, like, these little suits of mechanical armor to bolster ourselves up now. So, Vera will, like, this background feeling of fear will leave Vera. But I can't say that necessarily it's very telling for Vera, like, that she knows exactly what happened. But she is better mentally. Um, okay, did, did you do it? Can you... And Vera just kind of, like, yes. shuffles your hand off. Yes. Let's, um... Let's get going. There's, unless someone... People need to eat still. Yes, do you need to eat? I've already eaten. I'm pretty sure all of us have eaten. We're waiting on you. <laughs> the bacon was good. So while Vera is having their breakfast, Petra is going to cast Magic Greater Weapon on on his hammer. Alrighty. <clears throat> so Vera's going to... Can I poke my head out of the yeah. Vargo yes, you can. magic area? Mm-hmm. So you poke your head down through that hatch, and it's once again, you're inside that stomach room, and it's eerily quiet, although the walls and ground seem to kind of move slowly, <clears throat> just as they did before. Just It's almost as if everything around you is partially alive. Don't like it. It oh, still smells delicious to you, though. Um, not great, as per usual. Okay, good. Yeah, that sounds normal. So, I'm ready to go. Does anyone need some beefing up before we go in? Um, what do you have in mind? I like it. It depends on anything. I I don't know. Let's see. I'm probably not going to be able to provide any useful armor with what you're wearing. Vera is going to activate her Vespid form. And just drop out of this hatch. Riz is going to hand Curla uh, one arcane rock and Levette two, and then drop down. Yeah, Curla by now has, has exited their room again, tucking whatever food was given to them back into a little pouch, uh, and takes the, the rock and just sort of hangs out and waits for everyone to depart. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so everyone leaves... And any, if anyone left any objects at all, like any personal effects or items, or you maybe forgot a thing, uh, as soon as everyone leaves, it spits out any additional items that you brought in with you, and then disappears. A hundred individual bees get spit out. (laughs) Riz just turns to you as they tug the rope to close it, pretty much, and then they hand you your rope, still glaring. There you go. You're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> Vera will put it no, back. No, you're welcome. I mean, it's my rope, so. Well, it's my house. I mean, didn't you need the rope to get to your house? Yeah, well, normally I have house. Maybe kind of my house now. It does not work <laughs> that way. You cannot get to it without me. Hmm. Hmm? Good fucking luck. <sighs> All right. Oh, Levette, payment. <laughs> yeah. Give them the money... So that's yep. three more. 
Uh, Carla, do you mind if I take yours? No, knock yourself out. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, this is cutting in more than I would expect for three quarters a day. That's crazy. It's still a wealthy investment, don't get me wrong. Oh, I know I am. Did you see what I gave Petoravian last night? Great fortune. Took out of me, yes. What did Petravian pay you? He paid me five gold. Nice. Uh, is the stone that I have still active, or does is it um is it now uh depowered? No, it should still okay. be good. Yeah, I think arcane mark is permanent. So. Yeah, it's just I literally just am gonna keep making rocks every day for just, you guys. Just gonna have a fucking grenade, giant Petravian sack full of grenades. Yep. yep. I don't have a lot of combat spells, so I gotta use what I can. So Vera's, so Vera's going to start heading to the, uh, what is it, northeast wall, or northwest northeast passage mm-hmm. that's in the stomach, the cunny stomach of this dead guy. Yes. Alrighty. So you continue on the way, and the passage slopes down further as you go. It's at about. Uh, not quite a 45 degree angle. It's a little bit less than that. But it's still fairly steep, uh, sloping downward. Alright, so. What Vera's gonna do is, once again, relight her arms with Produce Flame. Mm-hmm. And is also going to cast Spider Climb Okay. as well. Go ahead. And you also, you can see an eerie light in the distance. An eerie light. Mm-hmm. You see, yeah, you can see light somewhere down this passage. What color? Um, yellowish green. Yellowish green, okay. Huh. More acid. Yeah, I think Petra can see it there as well. Yup. Alright, so let's keep moving. Uh, Archibald, go, go ahead, darling. I know you are a strong hitter. Just be careful, okay? And we're just heading through this as a group. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So you all move together as a group. And you make your way to another room. This one, like I said, is further down elevation-wise than the last one. And it opens into a wide a wide space that is very, very tall. You're at the bottom of a very tall room. There are a couple of spots, a couple of pools of honeyed acid. And you don't see an obvious exit to this room. Vera will put up her arm like across the passage just to say hold up as we enter this honey acid lake room. Mm-hmm. Is that a boat? What? There's a boat in the lake. So look, Is that... looking across the room, you see what appears to be maybe a 12 and a half foot long small ship, small boat. Do you have a story behind that, Vela? Is there, like, a legend behind Malifla eating a, a boat? Oh, if only I could name all of them. They say life is like a boat. Yes. Say life is like a lot of things. No one, no one fucking says that. I'm pretty sure. Well, for people who feel misunderstood. Very good analogy. Huh. Huh. It does. It, what kind of boat does it look like? Is it like fancy? Is it no? It's not fancy. It's just like a, a, a like the kind of boat you would see hanging off the side of a bigger ship. It's like the kind of boat you'd see inside of the stomach of a yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, that is exactly the kind of boat it is. It's, <laughs> it's about twelve or so feet long, 
uh, it could fit, you know, three or four people pretty comfortably. I think it was probably it was propelled by rowing. I mean, there's no sails or anything on it. I'm going to approach it. Uh, do you guys want to hold back for a second? Volker, please be safe. Do you want Dalji to come with you? Uh, I don't think he'll be able to follow me as nicely. And Vera's going to walk up the wall and onto the ceiling. Oh, I can fly. <laughs> I'm not going to stop him. So I'm going to nicely just pitter-patter to above the boat. Okay, so you're, you're walking around, you said, on the ceiling? Yep. Okay. I'd also like to, before I do that, have Hummel fly to behind the group and fucking him. Okay. And <laughs> fuck him. It's not going to be funny. <laughs> Just fucking him. All right. So the room is about 60 feet tall. So I'm going to go ahead and set you to 60 foot elevation and just put you above the boat, he said. All right. So, yeah, you don't need to make a stealth check. You're fine there. All right. I'm going to make a perception check to see if I can see anything in this boat. Okay. Okay. So you appear. Yeah. So you, you appear 20. Or sorry. 60 feet down on, on the, at the bottom of this room. And you look at this boat, and you don't see anything in it. It looks like it's partially consumed by acid. Okay. And it's you just doubt a it. You single, doubt it's seaworthy. Is it just a single, no, like, lower deck or anything? It's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not a ship, it's a boat. So it's just like a, you know, wood slats. You think that it would be like a sailing, like a rowboat, basically. So it's, it's a very simple thing. It's partially consumed by acid and would probably sink if you actually try to put it in water. And I don't see anything in the room. Do I make another perception check to see if there's anything in the room? No, you look around, you don't see anything. The room is surprisingly tall for what it is. But other than that, you don't see anything else in the room. The, the pools of acid seem either shallow or, or something. They, they don't seem all that deep or moving or anything. So you don't you don't imagine there's anything in them. Like that, that animated honey in the previous room uh, sort of caused the acid pool to move around a bit more. These are very still. Gotcha. Rippling so, only ever so slightly as the room itself shifts. Vera turns to the rest of the group and you just see these fire arms shrug at you. Okay, let's go. I guess, let's go. I do not like being away from horse. Agreed. Uh, Vera's going to fly down to the side of this ship. Mm-hmm. Just keep inspecting it. Nothing. Just a random ship. Okay. So you, you're landing, you said? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you land next to it, and you see it's partially eaten through with acid, so there's some holes in the side. But other there's than that, it just, it just <laughs> appears to be... Uh, a boat. Hmm. There's some holes in this hull. There's some holes in this hull. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I was going there in my brain, too. That's true. That's how it works. <sighs> Moving on, right, I so guess. We, yeah, we will continue going around this little lake. Uh, Beardy, does the, does the little boat have a name on the side at all? No. Okay. Making sure. You can name it, though. So, as you guys are in the room, uh, what's going to happen is you hear a slurping noise that sounds almost like a sphincter has just closed. That's the word of the uh, night, isn't it? 
I'm, uh-huh. Imagine 75 sphincters closing in unison. What's the sound that that makes? <laughs> or is it a squelch? It's worth a imagine squelch. like yeah. like in a video game where it just gets like very bass boosted and just moving along. Yes. So something has shifted in the room. Something has changed. I, I look around. Uh, okay. Uh, so if you go back to the southern part of the room, uh, the way you came in is sealed off with a sphincter now. Wow, this is great. I love this field trip. Yay. How is this even moving? Also, what? how did I get moved in the back? I was moving you so you could see the exit. Or the entrance, <laughs> gotcha. rather. Sorry. I was just right. moving you so you can see it. You, you can move around still. <clears throat> well, we only can go forward now, yes? I mean, I don't really see any reason we want to go back. What would we'll get, get out, out of eventually? Here. We can get out of here whenever we want. Whenever I feel like it. So don't worry about that. Okay. Are you sure about that? This place is with magic. Mostly, yeah. Well, I, I can only account for so much, but I mean, as far as I can calculate, though. This entire area is completely subfused with magic. For all I know, it might interrupt some of your spells. It hasn't done so so far. I haven't been able Yeah. Nope. Vera just stops what she's saying <laughs> and keeps moving. It'll be okay, Vera. <laughs> you hear his chuckle. <laughs> what? It was funny. What? What was funny? I thought he was making a joke. So the group is going to, I assume, approach this northern sphincter. sphincter. Mm-hmm. So, what, what you don't you don't really see a sphincter there necessarily. You move you move to the northern part of the room, and there's this membrane wall, except at the very top, like sixty feet up, there appears to be uh, a thin membrane instead of a thicker muscled wall. How far up? Sixty feet. So it's pretty high up. Yeah. I'm gonna have to climb that, aren't I? Why? Can't your what? horse, I mean, sorry, your elk fly? Archie can fly. That is true. Archie, why don't you go see what's out there and be careful. So, you guys are, are heading to the northern end of the room, and as you're all moving up to this part of the room, uh, there's going to be kind of a rumbling sensation as the room starts to move a I little bit. Here. Yeah, I don't like this. Here we go again. We all go like, whoa! <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, a little bit, Channel yeah. Original. <laughs> Shoot the floor with a, with a bolt. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just doing the Star Wars thing. Yeah, the Star Wars thing. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, we're just waiting for whatever's going to jump out of this Nickelodeon slime. Hell yeah! <laughs> so, uh, as you guys are heading to that part of the room, the room starts to move slightly, and the po- the pools of acid uh, begin to bubble and move. Uh, as they start to get a little bit larger. So I'm going to go ahead and just put down some lines here to denote right. the new size of these acid pools. Cool. Mm. Awesome. Oh, I'm fine. She was not. <laughs> so, it's just like one right over you. Yeah, so basically the, the, the acid pools each grew by one square in all directions. What the fuck? Uh, as there, as it looks like jets or some sort of glands or whatever it is, 
underneath this room uh, are producing acid and sort of filling the room. And the room is, you know, beginning to quickly fill with this corrosive substance. Alright, um, I would say, uh, let's all get the fuck out of here, okay? Yeah, yeah time to move. Yeah. And Vera's right. going to... I'll see, let's go. And Vera's going to move and run up the wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... Actually, am I able to just save my action? What I want to do? Or yeah, are we in, like... No, we're not in, in, we're not in track time necessarily, so go ahead. So what Vera does is, she runs up the side, takes mm-hmm. out Mithra's sting, she's the blade to turn into the, its scythe form mm-hmm. and jumps trying to skewer this membrane and then just like it falls down cutting it open okay so you, you're rushing up the, the side here to do that uh, what's everyone else doing at the, at the pole then I'm gonna have Arshu pick me up and fly me up to the membrane and help, he'll help tear through it okay uh, the rest of you uh, I'm gonna have Chisel run up to the uh, to the wall here and I'm gonna Hop on. Uh, I'm gonna mount uh, chisel and reach over to Riz. It's sixty feet tall. Yeah, but at least you'll be off the ground. Uh, in either case, Riz will go up and then just hold their arms up, expecting Archie to grab them eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Well, if Archie doesn't, once Vera slices this open. She's going to look down and see if anyone needs help getting up. I'm going to cast Evolution Surge to give Archie an extra pair of arms so that he can carry more people. Okay. Um, I can call Mount as soon as I get up there, so that shouldn't be a problem. Okay. The acid pool grows again. How is the train getting up? Um, he's going to start climbing if nobody... if uh, If... Nobody can help him, uh, lift him up there. You're 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 lifting me up first. Yeah, the, the walls are smooth and gooey. Yeah, we can't okay. climb. We can't climb. Yeah. No. We can carry four people potentially. I think maybe only two. I don't know. I'm small. Other people are medium. I don't know how that works. So, Vera, seeing like everyone that needs to be lifted out, is going to turn into a large wasp, and is going to grab Petravian. Am I able to lift him up and? Take him to the top. Uh, Petravian, yeah, you can lift Petravian. That's fine. All right. Uh, before you do, Petravian goes. Get Riz first. Wasvera will pause for like two seconds and then fly, just grab Riz like some kind of fucking horror movie. Ah. Just lift you up. Okay. Well, this isn't that weird. I've dealt with worse. Okay, and. thank you. Oh, she needs to get Krilla before this gets out of hand, and then we'll get out of here. Oh, do we have to get this stag? I can call them as soon as you get me up there. Hi, Krilla, hop up. Are you ready? Yes, please. For, the, for let's get out of here quickly. All right, hold tight. And Archie is going to take off and start flying, and I believe that just leaves Chisel on the ground, or Chisel and Petravian. Okay. Alright, so uh, uh, since Vera has sliced open that membrane at the top of the room, uh, that is going to reveal uh, a passage here. So, Archie and Lavette, Curla, uh, and Vera took Riz up as well. Okay, there we go. So, at the moment, it's just uh, Petravian and Chisel 
on the ground there, and uh, yeah, you see this acid pool growing and taking up more and more of the space as it's getting to the edges of Chisel's hooves. It's okay, buddy. They'll come for us. Alright. Chisel snorts. Once Vera has sat down, Riz, she's going to head back down to get Petravian. Okay. Uh, you reach, you go down there, you scoop up Petravian, and uh, Chisel you know, backs up into the corner as far back as, uh, as he can get as the acid gets ever closer. Poor baby. As right, soon as uh, as soon as Petravian is uh has uh, his feet on the ground, he calls Mount. Okay, use your call Mount ability then. Chisel's just picking up his hooves nervously, doing a little dance. Yeah. Alrighty. And at that, uh, Petra is going to focus some power, and Chisel is going to wink out of existence down there and wink into existence next to Petravian. Oh, so squished in here. Yeah, it's very, very squished in this tunnel now. Whose hand is that? Don't flatter yourself. I look down. It's yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you look down and you see that the room that you have just left, uh, the entire floor is now covered in acid. Well, let's keep moving. Indeed. <sighs> uh, strong ones take point, Yes. Yes. Uh, this I is a very steep tunnel. Cannot make it up. Let me get chiseled All right, out of so the way. So this is a steep tunnel, and uh, you're working your way up it. It's maybe only about 45, 50 feet long, and at the far end is another thin membrane. I'm trying to get uh, chiseled out of the way so people can get them. Okay, that's fine. I'll okay, perfect. Vera's probably taking up the rear right now just because it would be so hard for her to get through. Lovette, do you have knife? <laughs> yes, actually, I do have a, a couple of blades on hand. Oh, can you cut these gross shit up ahead? What is this? What am I looking up? What, what is this? I, I don't see it myself. I don't see it. Over here. Yeah, oh, okay. Cut that shit. Well, check this out. This looks like a normal cane, no? Click hmm? <laughs> it on the ground, even though I've already done this trick. And pull out the blade and cut it in my brain. Aha! They must see that coming. <laughs> Alright, Levette, you, uh, you slice open the thin membrane ahead of you, revealing a larger passage. Wow, good job, Levette! So cool! Would have never better. guessed that! I know, it's very clever. I'm very proud of it. Yes. She the very triumphantly and walk back over to Archie. Oh, okay. Well, is people taking point or what? This is squished as fuck. Yes. Alright, so Riz and Petra, as you walk into this next area, you're going to see something very interesting. Uh, this tunnel uh, goes off both to the east and west, and to the east it goes on for a long, long distance, and it gets very small and tight. The The membrane in this is like very thick and muscular. like It's meant to hold a lot of pressure. Um, but it's currently empty, mostly. Uh, to, up to about your ankles is this strange golden goo, this golden fluid of some sort. It's it's thick and strange. It smells sweet, but also it reminds you of blood. Like the smell, it smells kind of like has an iron smell to it. Mm. Uh, to the west. 
the passage opens up into a room and you see a strange red light, uh, a red glow coming from the next room to the west. Wow, I wonder where we're supposed to go. Uh, by the way, Vera, you like bottling up strange liquid, yes? Define strange liquid. If it's actually interesting, yes. Well, I, uh, I think it might be uh, Icor, Icor. It depends on the translation of how you pronounce it. Icor? <laughs> Why is there Icor here? You know, blood of God. We are literally in God, yes? It's gold. Stands to reason. Right. Stands to reason. No. No JoJo <laughs> references. No. Oh, not Oh, you weren't. Okay. No. He was. Uh, he was. In, he was nearly incurring wrath. <laughs> Tiptoe on right. that line. Let's continue. Petravian. Well, Petravian, start moving. Petravian makes his way to the. All right, Petra, stop. <laughs> All right. So Petra walks to the edge of the room. If anyone wants to fill in behind him in your marching order, that's fine. Yeah, can you but go don't there? go past him. And um, I'm waiting for where to where goes. Yeah. And what's his name? And uh, chisel at the uh, at the rear. Okay. Right. You want to fill in behind Petra with Vera? Vera just like screeches past Archie and everybody. Mm-hmm. And I see this liquid as well. Yeah, so this tunnel that you've gone into is, like I said, it's about ankle deep with this strange golden goo uh, that smells like sweet, but also like iron. Um, if you had to guess, you would think it's... Riz is probably spot on. It's it's some sort of iker. Uh, so what you see opening up before you, both Vera and Petra are able to see the next scene ahead. And what you see is, let's see, I actually wrote this one out. Okay, as you climb through the channel, the space opens into a small alcove. Within stands a shimmering red organ. It appears to be wrapped in a fiery rope, and it is struggling to move against the bonds. So you see a red sphere wrapped in what looks like a rope. Like some sort of armored rope. Any other descriptions for the rope? Uh, it's big. It's it's very large uh, around. Like, it's probably like a big armored cable is what it looks like. Just wrapped okay. around and around and around this red sphere. The red sphere seems to be trying to, like, move and struggle against this bond that's put around it. Alrighty. Vera, this is out of my depth. Yeah, Vera's going to approach this thing. What's going on up there? Hold. I don't know. You get a little closer, and you you see that this this cable, this rope, it's like five or eight feet wide. This is enormous thing, and as you get closer to it, it starts to move on its the own. The rope does. Yeah, the rope. Oh, shit. So. Some snake shit? What happens is this 
thing unravels itself slightly from around this red sphere, and you see this. Oh, fuck, the heartworm. Oh, God, okay, yep, I'm gonna be sick. We have... Okay, this is exactly why we give our dogs medicine. Dude, sick metal album cover, though. Yeah, Yeah. right? So it looks almost like a mix between a worm and a centipede with a... Its front is just a, a just a pit of teeth leading into a strange red light within, and it has all these little grasping arms on the front of its mouth. Uh, it emanates heat out of its mouth that is blistering, and uh, it is going to let forth a horrible roar that shakes the entire cavern that you're in before moving to attack. In the spice. Let's roll some initiatives. Let's see how this goes. Fucking chisel, buddy. You're killing me. Oh, boy. So, at this point, uh, if you're playing the home game, uh, play some boss fight music. Okay. So, Levette, you have initiative. Let's go with... A, uh, give him another pair of hands. Let's go with full strength. I flip a little switch on my gauntlet and extra pistons and musculature pop out on Archie. Uh, and I'm going to move back here and take who where he's currently and who where I am later and end my turn. Okay, you're Full strength on Archie. I'll go ahead and activate the buff on him then. Alrighty. That takes us to Vera. Vera, this creature is colossal. Mm. It is looking down at you, and it, like I said, it emanates heat. Like, just being near it, you feel uh, you feel the heat coming off of this thing. It's crazy. Vera's going to take a step back. Mm-hmm. And is going to cast full strength on herself. Okay. Alright, I've added bull strength to your character. Okay, five foot step back. Standard action to bull strength yourself. Is that it? Yep, that's it. Alright, Archie. Alright. Archie is gonna... Let's see. He can't really get into punching range without getting punched himself, can he? Uh, flat-footed. So, yeah, you're fine. Until it moves, Ooh, until its initiative point. comes up, it doesn't get attacks opportunity. Alright, he'll get right up in this fucking thing. Well, Vera moved away, though. I'm nervous. Where is Petra? Does he go after it? Uh, I go after it, but Chisel goes before it, so he's Chisel's gonna bound his way in and attack. Mm-hmm. He's gonna move up here to uh, move right up ahead of uh, Vera and Petra, and he's gonna get swinging. That was a 25 to hit. It's gonna miss. Figured. That was a not a great roll, so it's okay. That'll end his turn. Alright, Riz. Alright, so Riz is gonna step up behind Petravian and cast Ball Lightning, but I'm gonna give it that sweet, sweet ba. Yeah, I'm gonna give it two two vas or three vas to get it to five. Two to get it to 
Oh, to get it to five. Go ahead and cast a spell and I'll read it. It should be okay. in there. So you need to use two Voss to get to 15, which would give you five. Oh, that's easy peasy. Okay. So I'll use three of my Vaz. Um, and then Riz just does their typical formation of the Eden symbol and pretty much just electrocutes it and gets some good old... Let's see. <laughs> They're going to add a very different star to theirs. They, they add a circle to it and then a couple more circles with their fingers and then push it towards with all the ball lightnings. It's not their typical circle or star that they used with their chain lightning, at least. Okay, so that gets you five ball lightnings. And where did you want them to be? Oh, on him. Just okay. Okay, you got it. Just just arranged enough so where Hummel has some room to attack him on his other end. Well, there's plenty <laughs> of space for that. I'll tell you. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is a DC 21 reflex save. He's got to make. Yep. Five times. Yep. All right. DC 21 is pass, fail, fail, pass, pass. All right. So 66, please. 22 damage. All right, 22 damage. All right, so you shock this enormous worm for 22 points of electricity damage. I hope that was okay. That was beautiful. I'm going to pretend it is. That was beautiful. Looks like it barely scratched it. Great. (laughs) All righty. Chisel. Chisel is going to see down the way and see a big bad thing. So he's going to bound his way past everyone in this hallway and end up right to Vera's east. Uh, And he's going to attack when he gets there. Uh, Go for the lovely gore. Okay. Single attack. 23. That's a miss. Of course. All right. Cool. That takes us to the heartworm. Fuck. Okay, so what's going to happen is the creature is going to sort of pull in a bunch of energy, and that red light you can see inside of its mouth is going to get brighter and brighter and brighter. And then it's going to shoot out this spray of... It's not quite fire. It's almost like that stuff that's around your feet, that ichor. But it's been charged with energy, and it burns, and it sprays it like a, a, just, it spits it out on you. So, it's almost like someone sneezed at you. But the, the liquid, when it touches you, you know, burns pretty badly. So, uh, that is a reflex save. Okay. Oh, it's right. reflex save, man. Oof. 18. Okay. 18 from Chisel, 18 from Rissan, and 15 from Archie. 22. Nice. 22. Okay. And hold on, that's... let me get the reflex from there. 24 for uh, Curl is safe. Yeah, Curl is safe, Levette's safe. But, um, yeah. That was a 21 so... from Carla. Yeah, yeah, Curl is fine. Curl is well out, out of range. So is Levette. You're fine. Uh, okay, so it looks like everyone who was in the range, though, uh, is going to fail the save. The DC was 20... <gasps> the DC was 26. Oof. Fuck that! So, uh... Yeah, I only got a roll of 14. <laughs> yeah, right? 
Okay, so you all take 25 fire damage. Do any of you have any particular resistances to fire? Uh, I'm holding a cold stone. <laughs> Acid. That's an interesting idea. <laughs> you are holding a cold stone. Well, in that case, I will refund one HP to Vera. Hey! <laughs> uh, resist cold chisel, 10. Yeah. That, that doesn't help. That doesn't, That's the opposite. Doesn't, not what I asked. Nope. Chisel <laughs> has no isn't, resistance. Isn't okay. heat kind of like a form of cold? It's just the <laughs> absence of cold. I mean, technically, yeah, sure, they're intrinsically linked and all that, right? Okay. Well, uh, so anyway, it's going to burst out this this heat across the party, and that is going to be its turn. Um, also, uh, on its turn, uh, let me check and make sure what the actual amount of damage is. Ah, okay, it's only a d6. Okay, and uh, Archie is going to take three points of fire damage for being close to the worm. Oof. That's a big oof. So just being within five feet of it seems to deal damage. All right, that's going to take us to Curla. Yep, uh, Curla's eyes will sort of half roll back into their head uh, as they press their, their hands together, and they will cast Find Fault. All right. This is a divine parasite. This being uh, feasts on the energy of gods and consumes that power. Um, this particular one has been here uh, absorbing the leftover divine energy of Mellifera for a very long time and has become very powerful because of it. Uh, specifically, it has grown accustomed to the energy to the point where it is now sort of constantly burning from it. So it has uh, attuned itself to the element of fire. And because of that, it is now going to be vulnerable to the opposite element. So cold damage uh, would be particularly effective against it and fire damage would be completely ineffective against it. It is colossally huge, so it has... Sorry, it's technically gargantuan. It's not colossal. It's a gargantuan creature, and because of the way its mouth is laid out, you think that it's probably also capable of doing some pretty crazy things with the bite attack that, it's, that it would have. So... Um, to the point where it's also large enough that it could very well eat any of you, including Archie. Uh, I communicate all of this to the rest of the party in my best BBC documentarian voice. <laughs> yeah, so this divine parasite is known as the Heartworm. Well, that's great. That sounds fun. Curla's going to move up a little bit closer. Move, uh, I guess that's ten feet slightly north, mainly west, to be between Riz and that, uh, just to be more centralized in case healing is needed. Awesome. And that will be my turn. Right. Cool. Petra, what would you do? Uh, Petra is going to cast Vestment of the Champion on himself. Uh, get that lovely plus one AC to his armor per four level cast. Per four caster levels. 
Okay, and your caster level is nine currently. Would it be nine? I thought it was... So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So that would be uh, two AC. Okay. And it doesn't and say if it stacks or not. Well, it's an enhancement bonus, so it doesn't stack with enhancement bonuses. So you already are wearing a plus one suit of full plate. Mm-hmm. So that means that that uh, would basically be... A plus one. All right, move action. Uh, I'm going to assume he has a really big reach, so any movements I, I do, he's going to... He's gonna swipe at me, so even if I wanted to go to here, uh, I'm pr- he'll probably get me. So Petra's gonna uh, move a five step, five foot step to the west, uh, squeeze with Vera for until they move. Okay. All right. That's gonna take us to Hummel. Uh, let's just put him on top of the, like on the side. Okay. Uh, he'll do some damage before he has to retreat, eventually. Okay. So it's going to be 3d6, correct? Yep. Hummel's going to take uh, 5 damage back. That's going to be 14 damage. And then I guess you could, if there's any reason to roll a DC for the poison. Didn't think so. Alright. Okay. So you're going to deal 14 points of damage to the heartworm from the swarm. Uh, take five points of damage back yourself, and that'll take us to Levet. So, I've got a fun idea. I'm going to cast another lesser evolution search, which is only going to cost me two evolution points. Burn a little magic vial in my gauntlet, and uh, these like these heavy plates over the armor plating that Arch has got expand out and he's got a, a, like a welder's mask pop down and I'm going to give him immunity to fire damage. Oh, 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 oh nice. Alrighty. Uh, and I'm happy where I'm at so I'll stay there. Cool. Vera. Vera is going to suddenly walk through Petravian as she goes into a swarm shape. Mm-hmm. Vera as a swarm will hug the southern wall of this chamber and move over trying to get to the other side. Okay, so that uses a wild shape charge. In wasp form, you're still going to provoke an attack of opportunity, wouldn't you? I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't. It probably wouldn't even notice you. You're so far you're so far beneath its notice being a swarm of like bees. Bees. <laughs> it's not it's not going to bite at that. It doesn't give a shit. That's what are, what are I bees guess it is. It? I guess it is like surrounded by swarms all the time. Typically, just like festering around occasionally. Mm-hmm. All right, so you move to the west side of the room without any trouble. And oh, that that's all I can do right now. All right, that takes us to Archie. Because that's a standard action and a movement. All right, Archie's going to take a five foot step to his northwest so that he can give some Petravian some room. Don't want to do that. I meant to get control. There we are. That we are, and he's going to full attack this thing as hard as he can. Okay. And let's hope that it's enough. So that's first pair of arms and second pair of arms. Okay. Uh, that is uh, one hits. 21, 22, 
37, 23. Yeah, those weren't great hits. Yeah, so the 37 is going to hit. So that's going to strike the worm for 21 points of damage. And that'll take us on to Riz. Alright, I'm going to cast haste on everyone. Mm, yes. Look at that. That looks to be enough. Uh, to, just enough to hit everybody. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. And then I'm going to step behind Curla and next to Levette, just so I'm out of that breath range. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and activate the haste buff on your tokens. And that's my turn. Y'all get the delightful Seamus scroll. Me throwing little frisbee coins at each of you. <laughs> Very. You feel invigorated. All right. Suddenly, time seems to slow down and you stay the same speed. Chisel, what do you do? Oh, Chisel's gonna get that lovely uh, haste attack on this guy. Full attack. Gore and hooves. Alright, just submit two gore attacks. We'll see how it do. Ah, oh, fuck. Alright, roll it again to confirm. Oof. Confirms. Confirmed! Alright, so the first thing that happens <sighs> is Chisel critically misses. Uh, the critical miss is called Muscle Tear. Roll a d4. Oh! Uh, buddy. Sorry. Buddy. Of course. Alright. Chisel takes three points of strength damage. Yep. And that ends Chisel's turn. Budge. Alright. Oh, That'll take us on to the Heartworm. Oh, boy. Okay. Heartworm's turn. Uh, see, the last thing to attack it, really the only thing to really attack it significantly, has been Archie. Because, like I said, it doesn't really give much of a shit about the familiar. Uh, the feckin' familiar. So it's gonna try to bite at Archie. Okay, uh, Archie. See, here's where that that wonderful DM thing comes in, where you can ask that question that just makes you a prick when you ask it. So I'm gonna do it, because I like that feeling. <clears throat> yeah. Does a 44 hit? I guess so. <laughs> His AC is pretty solid, but a 44 <laughs> does manage to hit you. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. It was a good roll. That's actually part. not the part I was worried about. I I'm re- I was expecting him to get hit by a wide margin. I'm expecting him to get one shot by whatever this thing has. <laughs> okay, so what this is, uh, you're going to get hit with 36 uh, piercing first. So 36 okay. damage there. Um, you're immune to the fire damage. Mm-hmm. It's also going to do something here. It's going to attempt a grapple because That's it is worried about. going to try to swallow you whole. God, why do all the bosses do this? <laughs> so here's this combat maneuver. Uh, Stop trying to vor my robot. No. <laughs> uh, all right, so it got a 37 on that. Oh, Your combat maneuver defense is 33, yeah. so it just just got you there. So Archie is now going to be like basically this this worm's mouth comes down, grabs onto Archie, pulls Archie up off the ground, flips Archie up, and then these all these little pincers on the front of its mouth sort of grab Archie and just and just pull him in. No 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 no! Stop that! Yeah. So Archie finds himself being consumed by the heartworm. Uh, that is going to be the end of the Heartworm's turn, and that will take us to the Shocks. So go ahead, and I need to roll four Reflex saves. Five, you're right, sorry. 
Okay, that is a fail, fail, pass, fail, pass. Okay, so three fails. Uh, give me 96 electricity damage, please. Nice. damage. Good, good. Okay. More bazorps and zaps from the, to the heartworm. Bazoops. Yep, and bazoops. Okay. That'll take us to Curla. Yep. Uh, oh, fuck. Oh, sorry. It does have one more thing. I apologize. Um, the end of its tail is going to whip around, and it's going to try to sting at Chisel. Of course! Poor Chisel. Uh, all right. That is going to strike Chisel for 21 points of damage. Fudge. Uh, two points of fire damage. And I need you to make a fortitude save. 19. Uh, Chisel is poisoned and will take three points of fire damage. Or sorry, three points of strength damage. So that's up to six strength damage on Chisel now. Okay. That's a pretty nasty one, too. Uh, Alright, that is the end of the Heartworm's turn. Curla. Heal my boy. Heal my boy. Yeah, it's going to have to be channeled, because I'm not in range to do any any good with any of my touch spells. So, if Curla was to stand ten feet to the west, it would reach... Um, it would not reach Vera, but it would reach everyone else. Please. Yes, Curla will move ten Either. feet to the west and then channel. One moment. There we go. And now you can see the worm. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> no, it's not nice at all. It's it's horrible. It's eating my boy. It, it at Archie. That's not nice. That's not nice. It's the not nicest, notest nice thing you can do. Mm-hmm. It's the most unnice thing a giant heartworm can possibly do is to be Archie. <laughs> I mean, at least it's Archie because he can come back. Wow, it's true. So callous. I'm an old person. So, so utilitarian. <laughs> all right, that's going to heal everyone for 21 HP. So I will do that on you all. Boom, boom. HP 21 bonus. Boom, and also to Archie. Okay. Cool beans. Alright, that's going to take us on to Petra. Okay. Or, remove. Yes! Uh, seeing his buddy get stung by the large, disgusting, horrible worm, um, Petra lays his hands on Chisel and uh, calls upon the mercy of Eden to neutralize the poison within him. Cool. Alrighty. So that Lay on Hands is going to deal 30 hit points of healing. And that will neutralize the poison. And I'm going to, uh, and mounting is a stand and it is a standard action, correct? Or a move action? I'll call it a move action. Okay. Uh, Petra's gonna mount chisel. Okay. I will um, it'll also provoke well so oh will it yeah then in that case I will not do that cause <laughs> I'm not sure how well Petra will uh, take a blast from this guy if he took Archie down so harsh 
I mean, I'd start moving closer at least. Yeah. So can, like five foot step each bit and like start making room so that he can't just singularly yep. breath on one area. Yep. Uh, Petra's gonna move a five foot step to the north and end his turn. Alrighty. Okay, Hummel. Keep on stinging. Keep on stinging, alright. Cute little bee. Hummel takes six points of damage and deals 14. Okay, that takes us to round three. Levette, you have initiative. Ah! No, my boy! Alright, so Levette's gonna run up past Rissan and Kurla to the mouth of this tunnel and uh, flip her switch for the little emergency recall, cast, or use my Maker's Call ability to pull Archie out of that thing right in front of me. Okay, so Archie is going to appear with, what, five feet of you? So couldn't that go also right on um, Petra? Like, it could, where Petra is? It could yeah. squeeze people, yeah. Yeah, I'll have it be squeezing with yep. Petra because Archie will go before the worm does. Okay. Alright, so Archie appears and is squeezing with Petra there. So a Archie will kind of turn back into a ball, get pulled back out of the mouth of this thing, land next to Petra, and then redeploy. I'm sorry, buddy. I'll take care of you. And I'll end my turn. That was unpleasant. <laughs> I'm sorry. Vera's going to continue her trek on the side of the wall to the western side and Vera is going to return to her Vespid form question is that a standard action to return to deactivate and then just prepares herself for the next round so I can start using some magic yo this magic moment it's magic you know Fighting a god worm really blows. <laughs> Archie, you're up. All right. Archibald is going to five foot step to his northwest again. Leave room for Petravian and do another full attack on this creature. Just hope it leaves him alone. All right. We got a 37 and an 18 and then a 21 and a natural one. Okay. Oof. You're also hasted, so I you get so. an extra attack. Oh, you're right. It may or may not happen uh, if that confirms. Yeah, so let me resolve that first. Does it, I'm assuming 26 is going to fail. But 26 does fail, so that's going to be a critical miss there. So that's okay. going to be a hit, a miss, a miss, and a critical miss. So we'll resolve the hit first. You strike for 21 damage from the punch. You're going to take, and then you are going to critically miss. And let's see what that does. What does that do? What does that do? I need restore Eidolon as a spell I, because oh, it's, it's horrible. It's it's almost like no. it knew the kind of fight we were in. No, what does that mean? Uh, so the critical miss is called "Got Too Close." Uh, it says your attack hits the target, but the target gets a free grapple attempt against you. So you'd hit it. You'd basically hit it for 19 damage, but you'd be grappled again. <laughs> so hey, there you go. Alright. Well, it makes an attempt. He's Archie's still got his decent CMD. That's, that's true. It's an attempt, yeah. Okay. Cool. Alright. That is a success. So Archie is once again grappled. 
So Archie finds himself in the mouth of this thing again. <laughs> oh, my boy. Stop it. The uh, a decent number. I can do it. Oh, no. Two more times. Still and then I can also cast a spell that will resummon him a couple more times. So. Yeah. It's... So we're going to start with the shock attacks? Yeah, let's do that. Reflex saves. Five. Alright, that is a fail, pass, pass, fail, pass. So, 66. 19. Alright, 19 damage. Zap, zap, zap. Good job. And what else would you like to do? Alright, I'm going to take a step forward. Okay, two steps forward so I can see it, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm going to aim at it, make an Eden symbol, a little bit of a scroll, and some coins in there, and I'm gonna vob my chain lightning and strike it with that. Okay. And you're going to leave it as electricity damage? Uh, no, no. I'll do, I'll do va and I haven't used this one. I've, I've gotta look at the word. Yeah, I'll, I'll use va and nar. Two points. Okay, go ahead. Yes. So, cast the spell, roll two additional d6 damage, and it will be cold. Nice. Ten All for right. the extra, thirty-four for the original. So forty-four total damage, and it's going to be frost, so it's going to be vulnerable. Cool. So that's sixty-six frost damage. It gets a save. Let's see if that works. It fails. Delicious. Mm. He rolled a two. Oh wow! Two. All right, <laughs> and it's going to take sixty-six points of frost damage. That really Beautiful. did a number to it there. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. How's he looking? Uh, rough. Good. All right, chisel. Oh boy, good boy. Go get a chisel. See if we can get that uh, full attack on them this time. Okay. Gore single attack. That's uh, twenty-five. Uh, second gore mm-hmm. for you. Single attack. Eighteen miss again, mm-hmm. and the full the hooves full attack. Okay, so that is a miss, a miss, a miss, and a miss. Fuck. Excellent. Oh, chisel. Okay. Poor boy. So it's going to take us to the heartworm. So first thing the heartworm's going to do is deal its swallow damage to Archie. So let me just do this real quick. I can't believe this shit that happened on... Like he fucking got swallowed again on his own, <laughs> on his goddamn, own goddamn turn. turn yeah. Okay. Uh, and there's like, I'm like, why did I do? Where did I go wrong? And I'm like, nowhere. I just rolled the die, and every and and yeah. and all forms of gods okay. hate me. Here's the thing, though. At least, although I don't know if the heartworm's turn is done yet, but I feel like Archie would have died if he was out here. On this turn, yeah, possibly. So he, so yeah, Maybe. so Archie's going to take thirty-one points of damage from the swallow damage, and then the heartworm is going to bite. No, never mind. Uh, let's see. Well, I think he's chisel <laughs> has attacked, so he'll probably going to bite at chisel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, because I mean, honestly, he would probably he would have gone after Petra, but Petra hasn't even swung at him yet, so. He has no reason to attack Petra. Alright, so he's going to go after Chisel. He bites at Chisel and hits for 28 points of piercing damage as well as 6 points of fire damage. Mm. 
and that is also going to attempt to swallow. So combat maneuver, and that will swallow. Alright, so Chisel's also in there now. Okay. I'll get you, buddy. That takes us to Curla. I can get him out. I can get him out. You know, if you ever want to, you can always throw a rock at it. It's fine. <laughs> there's no, there's no rocks on the bottom. You, I literally gave you one this morning. Oh, I thought it was like some kind of art project. I just like kind of threw it on the ground. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I will, or rather, Curla will just channel. Yeah, I mean, as long as you touch the heartworm, it technically counts, because they're inside him. Yeah, that'll get him. Okay, so that's going to be 20 healing to all of y'all. Cool. And move action? No, I guess I will stay where I am. Unless I'm blocking anyone. Does anyone need to get past me? Riz, you planning on dashing into the fray? Hmm. No, I don't exactly do the whole dashing thing. Sensible. Riz is so calm when going against God Eaters. <laughs> Meh. I rested. I feel better. You, you call it battling God Eater. I call it Tuesday. <laughs> I, I call it uh, getting rid of a nuisance. Yes. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, I didn't... I didn't say it was a... I didn't say it was Tuesday, Calvin. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I, I'm thinking Chisel can handle being inside of there for for a round. I'm hoping. Um, we because uh, I'm feeling like I should call him out, uh, get, uh, call him out, get him, get his ass out of there, or take a step forward and hammer him. But if I do, I'm probably gonna be swallowed. But and then you won't be. Able and then to get I won't chisel. be able to get Chisel out. Um. He's gonna he's gonna attack me either way, where I'm standing. Um, yeah, so you five yeah. foot step to the north, you can reach him. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. All right, five foot step Touch to the north. Five foot steps to the north to get within range of with his warhammer and a full attack. Uh, full attack and yeah. give yourself an extra one because you're hasted. Sweet. Uh, any full attack. Yes! Yes! Oh, 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 oh shit! Oh. No! Holy way. shit! All right. Oh my god! I'm a little bit mad because Archie got all this shit garbage luck, and Petra sat back, and the moment Petra steps in, he's oh, gonna just steal the okay. kill again. Okay, so, folks. Okay, so folks. Uh, for the, for those of you this. at home, that is a natural twenty that doesn't confirm. However, immediately after, that is a natural twenty with another natural twenty. So a a perfect crit so yeah you've got some excellent luck there oh okay well uh oh my god your, your first shot's gonna hit for 11 damage okay uh-huh uh-huh now the second one here is gonna critical so i'm gonna pull a crit card for you oh thank you how many gods much must petra kill <laughs> <laughs> Before he is satisfied. <laughs> yeah, Petra the God Killer, apparently. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I, I softened it for you. It's fine. <laughs> okay. So, it hardly matters, but we'll call it a crumpling blow. So, it'll knock the target prone. So, 
Either way, uh, Petra, you come in with this critical. It's going to hit for 38 points of damage uh, on the heartworm. Mm-hmm. So let me apply that real quick. So your your uh, your warhammer drops down on um, on this thing. So I, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. <gasps> We're just to put some spice on this. Thing. I most certainly. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm elated and pissed as fuck at the same time. How many times oh. is this gonna? Did Patrick gets the kill shot. Yeah, the Petrus steps in, uh, especially where he steps in when he was back, held back for a while, yeah. and then gets the kill shot. After everyone else has done <laughs> every shit time. Like damage to the thing. <gasps> mm-hmm. Everyone sees assist plus one on their screens. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, screen. The the dungeon ends, and Petra's got three kills, and everyone else has three assists. Okay. Uh, So, Petra, seeing his soul, his soulmate, be (laughs) okay. His okay. Let me let me rephrase that. His (laughs) Petra, seeing his bond, his bond, his uh, bonded friend mount get eaten by this monstrosity enrages and steps forward and takes the hammer and with a one smooth uppercut hits him hits the mighty worm in the face and then as it's reeling up immediately comes straight down smashing it right in the mouth Hopefully, being able to spit out chisel. Alrighty, cool. Well, in that case, the worm is going to start going into convulsions and twitching. Uh, you can see cracks appearing in its rigid flesh, as like light, like red, red and orange fiery light begins to shine through it as it's starting to break apart because it can't contain all of the divine energy it's been hoarding for these centuries. As its body finally starts to fail it, it's going to burst apart. So this shockwave of heat and energy is going to just blast throughout the room uh, and cascade Chisel and uh, Archie back onto the ground. But that's also going to be enough dam- uh, an- enough of an energy field to deal a bit of damage uh, to everything around you. So I'd like everyone to submit a... Uh, Reflex save, please. Everyone? Everyone. This is going to be fire yeah. damage. It's including Vera? Including Vera, yeah. I mean, it was a big, so, big area. With that. Oh. Uh, it will be fire damage, yes. So, Archie is immune, yes. All right. Uh, we'll just wait until everyone rolls theirs and then we'll start reading them off from the top, okay? Yeah. This reflex? Yeah. Reflex? Yes. Okay. I'm going to do one for Vera. That's 21, and then one for Hummel. Okay. That's 23 for Hummel. Excellent. 21 for Vera. Awesome. All right, Petravian, can you start? Sure can. Petravian throws a 12. Chisel throws a 20. Risen throws a 21. (laughs) Lovett gets an 11. Kyla gets a 21. Excellent. All right, the DC was 20. So (laughs) the only one who (gasps) failed would be Lovett and (laughs) Petra. All right, so... Uh, it's going to be 63 damage mm-hmm. to Petra. 
62 damage to Lafette. Uh, and then... Well, that's kind of running towards it as it's about to explode because she's too and worried then, about uh, Archie. else is going to take half damage. Uh, except swarms take double because fucking AoE attacks. And I assume I didn't have time to do a, a stone shield because it was too sudden. Uh, it's immediate, so you can do a stone okay. shield. That's then fine. I'd love to yeah. do a stone shield, please. Question, is it double or is it... It's 50%. Uh, yeah, hold on, let me do the math on it because it's not going to be quite... I think it's... I think it's times 0.5. Yeah, I think it's 150. So let's see. So that is going to be... It'll actually be 47 damage. Right. Okay, so Hummel takes 47 damage. And that's temporary hit points. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the rest of y'all are going to take half. So that's going to be 31 damage to Riz. 31 damage to Except Curla. I threw up Stone Shield. Oh, you did throw up Stone Shield, so you get back 23, I believe. Yep. And that would be... 31 damage to Vera. Okay. So I think that is everybody. And the heartworm is no more. Okay. So as soon as the heartworm dies and falls off, this enormous red spherical fleshy thing that's been struggling against it for centuries is going to start beating. Like one massive just... Ba-dum. And what's going to happen is the area around you, which I said before was like up to your maybe ankles in this golden ichor, uh, it's going to suddenly start to just generate out of every every surface is just going to just create this this tidal wave of this golden sort of ooze, this this liquid, this blood, and it's going to start rushing oh. in from the east as like almost like a tidal wave. And it's going to come in and push everyone to the west. Like, you get swept up in this. So let me uh, draw this out here real quick. So, all of this golden ah. energy and light is going to just start pushing everyone out. So you're swept up. And you're you, Before you know it, you're up to your you know, it's chest high. You're being pushed with this stuff. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, so... It's high for me. <laughs> the next thing you know, I'll te- you're all no, no, no. somewhere else. So you're swept up, and you're basically pushed down an artery. You come to in, in a different area. So ah! It's a bit of a run, so pardon me. Whee! <laughs> so, you wash into a room and you're suddenly filled with a different sensation. Like, since you've come in here, this place has had the sense of corruption and decay. And suddenly, for the first time, you feel this calm, peaceful energy. You see a mass in this room sort of lightly pulsating to the north of you. And it's exuding a sense of calm to everyone. It's a very strange sensation. It's a mushroom body. Mushroom body. That's a brain. Oh. Maybe. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's you think that this is probably a brain of some sort, a divine brain. It doesn't exactly look like a a flesh and blood brain, but you think it might fit the same purpose. Oh, God. Chisel. <sighs> Buddy. Chisel snorts. Archie, are you okay? Vera, where oh, are yeah, we? Buddy. Um. Calm down. In her head? Maybe? Can you see if she's here? Is this what a beam head Sister? looks like? Are you there? Sister. There's a complete just relaxation and like all this worry just escapes again. Not much time. What what do you mean? You where's Don't allow. Go. You feel a strange pulsation of positive and powerful energy coming from the core of the, the brain ahead of you. And these motes of light are going to pop out of it and sort of float toward the party. These, these uh, five motes of energy. And they're going to lay themselves down on the ground. In front of uh, in front of Vera, they just look like perfectly white spheres of bright light that you kind of have to squint to look at. What what are these? They are parts of myself. They are why you are here. Take them. Return to the hive. Thank you. Our sister, uh, we'll get them back. Aunt Vera will take these orbs. Okay. So, uh, as you go to to reach out to them, uh, one of them is going to. Okay. So, Vera, you reach forward for these things, and as you you get close to one, it is going to change shape, and it's going to travel up your fingers, up your arm across your body, down your other arm, and then go into Mulliferous Sting and start suffusing it with white energy. Ooh, holy. Cool. The other ones float up off the ground and find their way to each of you. Oh! Oh! What? <laughs> so, whereas the energy that suffused into Vera uh, went into Mellifera's sting and is going to change it somehow in a way that Vera is not quite sure what that means yet. The rest of you, they're going to coalesce into into their own objects. So we'll just go through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright, so Perla, this white orb moves toward you and finds its way into your hand and coalesces itself into a dagger. It's. It looks like the blade is made of, like alabaster. It's like, almost like um, 
like a porcelain, I guess, as I should put it. It's like a porcelain blade on this dagger. Uh, the hilt ha- looks like it's made of like a fine gold. It's a thing of beauty. And uh, it, it feels light and it's extraordinarily sharp. I cock an eyebrow at it and just stare at it somewhat uncomprehendingly or not quite believing what I'm seeing. Okay, so uh, game terms what this is. Uh, This weapon is called Healer's Sting. Uh, It is a plus three dagger and it has an interesting special ability. Every time the wielder of this weapon channels energy uh, this dagger uh, soaks up part of that energy, uh, basically giving it a charge. Uh, for each charge on this dagger, uh, it's able to release 1d8 ad- additional damage when it strikes a target. Ooh! Just charge the shit out of it! That's pretty, cool. That's pretty rad. <laughs> uh, the weapon's maximum charge is the maximum daily uses of the wielder. Uh, for channel energy. So that's 8d8 potential damage? Additional yeah, so damage? 8d8 potential damage uh, that this thing can store in it. So when you strike something and want to release that, you can release up to 8d8 additional damage into the into an attack. Lovely. And then it's expended until you charge it back up. Outstanding. Uh, the charges do not go away when you rest either. So. Thank you, Mellifera. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, activating the ability is a free action. And delivering the damage requires a, a successful melee attack. However, the charge is only expended on a hit. Ooh, even better. So a miss does not cause the effect to be lost. Alright. Nice. So, That's so cool! cool. That, is, <laughs> that is Healer's Sting, and it is now on your character sheet. Uh, it's in your... Uh, I will go ahead and make an attack for it right now. Boop. And I believe... Yeah, if you look on your... Your quick actions, or quick... If you right-click yourself, it should be one of your options there now. Yeah. So it is a, like I said, it is a plus three dagger. Uh, with that extra effect. Okay. So, cool. so the next one, Petra. Hmm. This energy moves to your hand and becomes very heavy. It sh- changes shape and size, and before you know it, you're holding a warhammer. Another one? Mm-hmm. We've always one? known that Petra has two hammers. <laughs> now I have three. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a beautiful weapon. Again, it looks like it's made of uh, porcelain or alabaster. It's like a pure white stone that, it, that it's constructed of. It's bound with gold cords, and it looks like it has like a copper, like a bright, shiny copper handle. And it, uh, even though it's it's heavy, you can still swing it with extreme ease. This is life's charge. It is a plus three holy warhammer. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> it's holy. Yeah, it's a plus three holy warhammer. Oh my <laughs> god! Fuck that plus Wait, one. Uh, Get that shit out of It's blessed by Mellifera. Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> it's a plus three holy warhammer 
that once per day can cast heal as a 10th level ca- uh, caster. What? Wait. So that, if, holy can that shit. Because that bring a person back from life? Back from that? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. no. Heal. So a heal spell, a caster level 10 heal spell, heals 100 hit points. <gasps> it's damn good. It's fucking amazing. Shit. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, shit. Huh. Okay. Uh, so next one, uh, um, Vera, Mellifera's sting is a heavy weapon, right? It, it weighs a shitload. It suddenly feels lighter and faster in your hands, and you're not sure why. You don't know if it's actually changed weight. Or if just the effect that's on there is something different. But Mellifera's Sting is now significantly stronger. Um, Mellifera's Sting is now a plus three keen corrosive sight. <gasps> oh, oh, shit! <laughs> Holy You're going to kill oh, so shit, many man. people! Does it uh, change visually at all? Yes. Uh, like the rest of these items, the blade now looks like it's made of uh, like a, a white alabaster or porcelain. So the blade is pure white. Well, um, Also, uh, Mellifera's Sting is now capable of casting Creeping Doom once per day. Nice. What? Uh, it summons bee swarms, though. Just instead of the army ants or whatever it is in the actual description. I think it's centipedes. Centipedes, yeah. Uh, so it's same thing, except this summons bee swarms. So, nice. once per day, creeping doom. Four swarms of insects? Yep. Summons four swarms uh, once per day uh, as the spell creepy doom. Except that they're bees. Hell yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool! There's still two more. Right. Sorry. I'm just so excited for everyone. Oh my god. This is like the first time we've gotten cool stuff. Right? <laughs> oh my god. Like the last time we got kind of cool stuff is when we got like the presents from the fairy queen. Or got paid by yeah. your dad. And yeah, my dad, my dad did bank <laughs> out for you guys real yeah. well. Yeah. Also, you didn't really get in it, but soul giving everybody stuff was kind of a moment for the rest yeah. of the party as well. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I mean, if you want to look at it like that way, so was Marcus oh, dying. No! I gave you the gift of your Alright. Yo, can can we meta for one yeah, more second? Sure. Let's pretend that Marcus was here. <laughs> would he have gotten a holy sling staff uh, or a holy scimitar? He would totally have scimitar. a scimitar. Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm not even willing to put any thought into this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright. All Probably right. a scimitar. I don't think I would have... I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe a sling staff. I, maybe. I don't know. What? Well, what about a sling staff that can throw scimitars? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh my god, Kyle, shut up. <laughs> anyway. Oh god. All right. So the next one, Levette. This energy moves and suffuses your wrist control device. Something changes oh, about shit. it, and it seems like there's a new function that's been added to it. There's essentially a, like a new dial now that wasn't there before. You're not sure exactly what happened or how this is possible, but. Uh, it has added something into your wrist. You see there's like a new compartment on the side, and if you slide it open, you can see there's now a tiny sliver of MacGuffinite in it. <gasps> oh, no! Gosh. Oh my god! So there's a... <laughs> what? 
<laughs> there appears to be a MacGuffinite power source in your wrist device now. Uh, no. When you activate it, uh, it will allow you to step out of phase with reality, uh, essentially allowing you to become ethereal uh, for up to ten minutes a day. <laughs> what shit. the fuck? Holy shit. Oh my god. Holy shit. Melly, where'd you get the MacGuffin eye? <laughs> You've been holding down really, Girl! <laughs> this is what really would have helped in the last campaign, yeah, right? <laughs> and then for Riz, uh, the energy suffuses Riz's uh, little regular-ass stick that Riz carries around. Rude. <laughs> it is an old knotted staff. It is an old knotted staff. And and now it has changed a little bit. Uh, oh, sorry. Speaking of, uh, Levette, your, your new item is called an oscillating phase generator. Beautiful. <laughs> And oh, nice. Riz, your your staff is suffused with this energy, uh, giving it like these little bands of um, of of alabaster or or porcelain on it. So it has these these little white rings on it now. And what this is is a plus three quarter staff. It has a few extra tweaks to it. You gain one additional fate point per day. Ooh. You gain two additional runes per day. Okay. And the item is able to throw minor magical energy out as a ranged attack. Yes! <laughs> so, for the for the effects of uh, for that, it essentially counts as a crossbow. A plus three crossbow <laughs> as well as a plus three quarter staff. Yes! Fuck yeah! <laughs> So you can you can basically nice. swing it and shoot like a little shard of energy out of it. Oh, that's awesome! As a ranged attack, but yeah. So plus cool. one fate point, plus two runes, and then it's a plus three quarter staff slash crossbow. I have a weapon now, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Oh God, I'm so excited to with update that, my portrait. Oh uh, uh, yeah, and the 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 device on your wrist now has like porcelain inlay to it as well. So it has like a sort of a white aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see it. All right. And now that that is done, uh, the brain in front of you pulses one more time. And you see a circlet rise yes. out of it yes. and float over toward Vera. I'll grab it. All right. So once it's in your hand, you feel this buzz of power. Pardon the pun. And uh, you know that this is the object that you were here to find. This piece of, of divinity that you need to bring back uh, Mellifera. You feel something move to the south. I, I assume we all turn to look. Yeah, you see, you see daylight in the distance. Oh, the exit. Wonderful. As the sphincter in Mellifera's head. <laughs> <laughs> Well, are we going? Oh, yes. Yeah, so, this is interesting. I have so many questions now, but I don't think I'm going to get answers simply by Oh, this asking, is your so. first time being sure, blessed by go. God, yes? Yes, that oh, absolutely Okay, is. I understand. That can be a big moment. Okay. Have fun. I didn't, I didn't really think I was cut out for it. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and toss these items in everyone's inventory. Okay. I, I like how Melifero is like, Archie, you're strong enough. Yeah. <laughs> Beardy says to Archie, you're strong enough. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, though. The, the secret is Beardy was Malifera all along. Oh, shit. <laughs> there's, there's a part of Malifera in all of this. Yeah. Fuck you. I asked, why didn't I see Malifera during the hardest times? And said, you didn't she see, you didn't see, you didn't time. see the footprints because she can fucking fly, you moron. <laughs> a bunch of bees. You know how many, the hell's wrong you know with you? Times? <laughs> Malifera's sting is going to be changed to Malifera's sting empowered. So it did actually lower uh, in weight. It went from being 30 pounds to being 10 pounds. Is it only for Vera or is it? Oh yeah, no one else can wield this shit. Well, I'm I'm saying like weight wise. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> like Thor. Like, no, no one else can even pick this thing up. Ooh. It, it's attuned to only the the beacon of the hive. Uh, just a reminder to everyone that Mellifera's sting typically used to weigh, I believe, it was thirty pounds. <laughs> like, nice. imagine just carrying that, like one of those thirty pound weights, <laughs> as your weapon. God, I am just blown away by the description of life's charge. Just a pure, oh my god, a pure white hammerhead with, correct me if I'm wrong, it has like, uh, did you say it had uh, chains hanging down from it or or what what did you say it was? uh, No, it's had a polished copper handle. Polished copper handle. Oh my god, that's just so pretty. Just in my mind's eye. Is there any design? On it, on the yeah, yeah. There's yeah, part. there's like inlay in it. All the inlay is like the the whole color scheme on all these things is like pure white with gold. So yeah, yeah it's supposed to, they're supposed to look divine. So uh, yeah, yeah. I was imagining sort of a marbly color, uh, but either yeah, I get the vine feel. I do have a question: Is there any sort of like? Designs associated with Mellifera other than hexes? Yeah. Like hexagons? I mean, like, visual design. Yeah, like hexagons. Um, I mean, there... A lot of stuff that has to do with Mellifera uses units of three in them. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's her... Okay. Symbology, which is three Bs. So yeah, pretty much it's hexagons and threes, typically. Okay. Okay, so that is done, and I think that's everybody. So, once again, you guys can see daylight to the south. What would you like to do? First of all, Vera looks to the exit, and then is just going to turn around and just kind of look at this, like, mushroom body brain for a little bit until she finally decides to move. You can feel it fading. Petra... Like, the energy in it is is draining fast. Like, whatever was sustaining it, uh, whatever divine battery was keeping this place running is now in your hand. I put my mouth to Mellifera's sting, and I just say, We'll get the power back to the hive. And very well go to the exit. I believe in you, sister. Petra, looking down at this gleaming hammer... Uh, and then back at the brain, and he just, he whispers, thank you, sister. Oh boy. And puts his hand on Chisel's, puts his hand on Chisel's side, and they walk towards the exit. All right. 
Riz, as you come into this area, you see a room lined with strange-looking teeth. Yeah, I was kind of just exiting while everyone was lollygagging because Riz is an old person who doesn't have time for people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, they're, thank they're... you for magic sticks. <laughs> Whatever, okay. God dies every day. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this looks like teeth in this coming yep, room. Yep, looks like teeth. <laughs> I hate it. Riz is fine. And on the other side of the teeth is uh, opening going out into the outside, which is uh, like what what I say before, like a 300 foot drop. Uh-huh. So, cliff edge, 300 foot drop that, that Riz just walked off. Bye. Yeah, I've got Featherfall. Fuck it. <laughs> right, Riz just steps off and Featherfalls, I guess. Well, yeah, it's it's, a, it's around like a couple of seconds and then Featherfall. Yeah, you best cast that. Ba-bam. All right. So Riz just doesn't even hesitate. Just boop, run off the edge. Uh, Petra's going to cast uh, Skysteed. Oh, man. Love All right. Chisel Sprouts Wings. <laughs> Before he does that, I push Chisel oh, off. That might walk <laughs> off the edge. <laughs> or he's just, like, is gently floating down to see. Chisel snore! I don't know. Uh, that might walk off the edge if Riz does, just because she's, like, been. She's just kind of been, like, a tether between the two halves of the group. But she's been staring at this, this new doohickey. The fascination the whole time. I feel like she would just kind of follow without looking up. But I've also got feather fall. So that falls to her death. Well, I guess. <laughs> so I, I'll realize I'm falling and flip a switch. Little umbrella pops out and I'll cast feather fall as well. All right, Levette feather falls after Riz. Chisel sky steeds. I'm assuming Petra's riding chisel. Yes. All right, so the two of them leave as well. Well, Curla will turn to Archie and see that Archie is pretty beat up at this point. Uh, so Curla will just kind of quietly lay a hand uh, in Archie's hand and look up at him. You're doing all right there. Can I uh, can I offer you a bit of a bit of a hail in in exchange for a bit of a lift down? That would be very kind of you, Curla. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I will... The pleasure is all mine. Curla will go ahead and cast Cure Critical Wounds. Ruse fear nothing. Just... <laughs> Alright. You heal Archie for 21 hit points. And Archie... Yeah. Seems to be looking a little bit better, so Curla will... I don't know, kind of put their arms up in the air as if asking to be picked up. Oh, don't. That's good, because that is classically what Levette does. <laughs> so get picked the up. classic move. Asking for uppies. Classic uppies. Classic uppies. <laughs> Curler is very glad that no one is there to see that, aside from Archie. And Vera. So Archie will, will lean down and daintily scoop up Curla, putting an arm under Curla's, you know, one arm under the knees, one arm under the shoulders. And kind of look down at you. Is this comfortable? Oi, it's uh, it's perfect. Let's just uh, get on with it, can we? And Curla will close her eyes tightly to avoid having to look and see the heights. It is all right. You are safe with me. All right. And Archie is going to walk to the edge 
and descend uh, slowly and safely, holding Curla. So before you know it, the entire group is standing at the base of this stone fang. And what you see is strange. You see the, the enormous legs of Malifera that were sort of, before they were kind of all curled up and under the body, sort of in, in this pose of death. They begin to kind of twitch and move as if life is kind of moving through the body once again. Its head, its multifaceted head, kind of turns and looks this way and that. Its antenna sort of prick around and look in the area. And you get the sense of a breath of contentment come from the creature as it sighs one last time and then dissolves into dust, blowing away in the high winds. Bruce is just looking up. They're literally laying very casually, arms behind their head, just looking up. Well, that's fun. <laughs> All right, Mila, did you go? Are you okay, Bella? Oh, we're on the ground now? Yep. Everyone is on the ground, and you guys are back in the Valley of Set. And now they're, instead of Mellifera impaled on a snake fang, there's now simply a snake fang. Disgusting. I wonder if anyone would come here for him. I doubt it. All right. Are you ready to go? Come on, get around. Oh, right. What? Archie, I'm going to need to pull you up. Chisel too. Vera will go into the circle. Yeah, and pull out my little disc and drop it on the floor. Uh, and so for Curla and Rizan, Levet just pulls out this little five-foot disc and sets it out in front and just All right, step on the disc, please. Okay. Riz does so. And once everybody's on it and Archie mm -hmm. and Chisel are compacted, I'll step in the center, press my little button, the curtains come up on the side and the rod comes up in the metal and, and like a lightning bolt shoots down and we're gone. All right, and where is your destination? I want to bring us back to... We left from... Uh, Bitter Landing. Bitter Landing, right? Yeah, I'm going to bring us back to the town square of Bitter Landing, the most open area I can remember. Okay, go ahead and uh, cast the spell, and then roll a d100. I believe in you. It's pretty... Not too bad. So, it should be okay. Uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, you're fine. All right, so in that case, you cast a spell, it goes off without a hitch, and you find yourselves in the town of Bitter Landing, the town square. Did we get here before the ship? We might have. Yep, you probably most likely have arrived here before the ship. So, mm -hmm. uh, as you're transporting... <laughs> have fun with this. As you are uh, launching your way through the ether of the world magically uh, that is most likely where we will depart for the week but I have one last piece of information to give you all mm -hmm. cool. welcome to level 13 listening. Special thanks to William Succi and Andreas Pitchler for the intro and outro themes. And as always, Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. 
Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under the Czech Republic. Until next time. <laughs>